0: Hello and welcome to the Bookish Banter podcast, where we'll be sharing our opinions about our favorite books, authors, and bookish impulse buys. Follow along on our journey to finishing and sharing our endless TBR. Go ahead and subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at the Bookish Banter podcast. Let's get started. Dun dun dun! Just kidding, that was so dramatic. Justice for Dexo. We need I don't to know calm down. <laughs> listen okay this one is like honestly there's a potential I never read this one like I actually don't remember a lot of this book the last I really did and like I genuinely I don't know if it's like the multi-pov or what there's like three or four scenes that I like remember distinctly but other than that this entire book was just right over my head yeah so I'm very happy for the reread vividly. because now I understand what the fuck is going on so having a great time everyone else
1: I remember vividly unfortunately
0: gosh the best for you There are a lot of things I forgot. I forgot so much shit. Same. Like as I was doing well, and I feel like now that we've done the reread and I think when I read it the first time, like the whole series, there was like gaps in between. Cause it's how I read every series. I read the first book and then seven months later, I read the second book. And then I forget everything that's happened. And I like do it like a Netflix show. And so I feel like I didn't understand what was going on. And then this time around, since we've been reading them, like In order, I actually remember what's happening. And then even though everyone has the same fucking first letter of their first name, or all the things are called the same shit, I know what's going on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everybody else? I don't think I was ever going to be ready to take this one on. But I do have a quick question. Who are the free legions? Just asking for a friend.
1: Uh, Their army. They're who? Their army.
0: But like, who are they? Is that like Rat Legion, Pegasus Legion, the Howlers? Like that's.
1: It's like everyone. I'm like 90% sure.
0: Yeah. Is that what they're called now? Like the full army? That's what they're called now? Yeah. Yeah, Because they like talked about it a few times and she was like, we have to go save the free legions. And I was like, who are they?
1: Yeah. Arrow (laughs) and Co. Total. Everyone.
0: Okay. That makes sense. I was very, very confused. I was like, why do we keep talking about these free people? Everybody just has new names. Perfect. Who are the howlers? I'd love to know. (laughs) So, in case you guys haven't gotten this far or don't haven't read, we're talking about. I Dark would Age. not recommend I I reading this one. So, I wish I didn't know how to read with this fucking book. <laughs> I actually wish I never read this one. But we are talking about Dark Age, the fifth book in the series. This is officially Lightbringer week. So, R.I.P. us, everybody. Just take a moment. Have I a had nightmares
2: all night last night about it. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: All fucking night. I'm I would like a moment of rest.
0: Cassius has been haunting all of our dreams. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we won't be getting any rest. Nobody's happy. All I care about is the fact that Cassius is back. And Screwface. Oh my god,
1: I love Screwface.
0: The amount of limbs that were taken off by like main characters during this was like obscene. <laughs> could anyone? Can we all like agree on that? A like, lot of limbs, dude. A lot of limbs. A like lot. major limbs. It's like from the knee down, the whole arm. Like Ephraim and Screwface both lost a leg. Some other, a couple people, like two. The Julii, like Victra and Mustang, both lost ears it's like we need to you need to chill this one is by far the most disgusting book I think I've ever read in my life one and I read horror two of the series like the amount of meat salad meat in a straw meat thank you guys for sex. tuning into this week's episode if we enjoyed it if you aren't following us like go ahead unreal. and follow us what, on the what was the one that I texted you guys that I was like I'm trying to Please eat make my sure to my apple subscribe sauce. and leave us a five-star review and I'm going for it again, oh it was when zero was shirt. vomiting and have a great suit. day
1: oh like overflowed
2: that was the applesauce incident (laughs) daryl's literally vomiting and it's running down his legs while i'm sitting there trying to peacefully have some fruit okay
1: that's right on your lunch break
0: sick disgusting have some respect for the rest of us <laughs> I was eating lunch when the chapter with Ephraim comes up and he like Sephi and all of them are dying and I was like I have to stop eating right now because he was talking about filleting her ass like a fish
1: and well, I was like blood eagled have you ever seen that episode of Vikings where they blood eagle the king no Nasty. I have not my brother read this book and literally texted me not the blood eagle and I was like yeah <laughs> I was like yeah
0: <laughs> R.I.P. Sefi but
1: yeah like, you're right
0: yeah I think I remember that part happening and I get it a lot more now because I was kind of like why did he kill his own daughter and now that I've read them back to back and I kind of understand more of like what's going on slash I remember the part about her mate like leaving her or whatever now it makes it all makes more sense but I remember reading that the first time being like bleh, bleh. why Sefi we love her and then she was just gone she's just yeah, straight up gone just Benito. okay let's talk about the prologue in the beginning part where they're fighting on the ship again I don't know why he was ever a character I don't understand tongueless like as an entity because like we never got his backstory and then he literally gets chopped into pieces so and then, fast the last He's we hear and gone Pierce was like mm, I
2: added this obsidian I decided it was the wrong choice bye girl it's- see ya dude
1: Ragnar
0: yeah That's so true. Except for Ragnar got, like, really good lines and Tongueless said nothing. Yeah, that's true.
1: Ever. It was, like, racism. Yeah. They shared, like, the same amount of screen time, technically. That's true, because Iron Gold is such a long book.
0: Yeah. The prologue was interesting. Where's the fucking dog? Just, like, asking for a friend. That friend is me. Where is the dog? Where'd he go? Who has the dog? The dog better be in Lightbringer or else. He stayed with um, Apple. Did he? Because Apple shows know. up somewhere else. Did he just leave him on Luna alone? Like, who is caring for the dog?
1: No, they let... Oh, yeah, I don't know. Because he- that man abandoned Venus. an empty planet. What? Left him on Venus with the Wrath brothers.
0: Yeah, like, just, just sort of asking for a friend. I would love to know where the dog is. When, in the prologue, I genuinely felt, like, so confused when they introduced Ajax. And he comes in here, and I was like, the fuck is this kid? And then they're like, oh, it's Aja's kid. And I'm like, how in god's green earth and all the chaos that that woman has sowed did she have time to have an offspring the sovereign did that
1: mm-hmm. what do you mean she like put her and um atlas together she talks they like briefly mention about how it's like a weird science not scientific thing but it, yeah like to create this like horrible person yeah, yeah she like breeding. Yeah. read them on purpose or what have you they I was said just like, look at these two and mush them together and i think it also was like a rim thing because he was a raw or whatever you know what I'm talking yeah about? well she sent atlas to the rim like right yeah. or he came from the rim he, that's he came from the rim he's I romulus's a, brother
0: fucking family tree i agree like yeah. th- especially in this one because they were talking about atlantia and ajax and Lysander and Alexander and the Raw's and I was like all of you bitches are interbred. this is like a mm-hmm. shadow hunters moment
1: literally it's <laughs> yeah. Star Wars moment
0: that's it Same. that's very a lot gross. of incest
2: happening here a lot of incest a lot of cannibalism like Pierce
0: it was gross <laughs> that's that's so it was it was not good it wasn't good it was it wasn't good I really do like the beginning part though this is the part we were talking about I think I might have cut this out but we were talking about the hell diver of Lycos that he had like envied as a child. This is the scene. Dano. It's a dark age, not morning star. Dano? No, that's another red guy.
1: I what is his name? I don't
0: <laughs> we'll never know. Finally meets him. And I really liked that part. I thought it was interesting that we finally get to talk about it. And they like explain the whole hell divers of Mars and the dust and ashes, which is like really depressing. And then this is when we get the line. I I said it in the last one, but this is actually the one where we get the line where he says in his head that he trusts Orion the most. And I was like, does that not feel sus to anybody? Like you don't trust Severo the most? The guy who literally got you out of the Institute, saved your fucking life. Longer than anyone other than Cassius. Literally. And got him out of the box. And he was like, she would never abandon me. I'm like, well, she's about to. Well, she was about to abandon the entire planet of Mercury.
1: She said, fuck everybody and all their moms. She literally said, like a rat. I was like, girl. he said, fuck them kids. I don't... (laughs) She literally did.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand. And like, I think this part is interesting where he talks to Rona and she asked that and then he... And, like, the way he says it is so casual. He's like, oh, she cemented herself, like, by being, you know, an asset and by my side the whole time. And I'm like, yeah, but you didn't even try to stop yourself. Like, she asked and you were like, yeah, sure, I'll tell you. And like, you didn't even try to be like, hey, girl, your father doesn't want he... me to, like, put you in danger. I'm not going to tell you.
1: Yeah, I don't think he thought he was going to make it. That's Fair why enough. he tells her. Because she was like, where is it? Like, right. if if I need to know where it is, where is it? Like, if you have nobody that knows about your backup plan, how good is your backup plan if you're banking on not, you know, you can't bank on not getting injured. And so, yeah, I think that's why he told her. And that's why he is like, fuck, now I have to bring her with me. Yeah. Yeah, but it's... Because he so... doesn't want to. And then yeah, Alex right. goes on that, like, very valiant... Uh rescue mission because he feels so guilty when he gave him the wolf cloak i almost cried oh definitely cried that I'm kid i'm obsessed with him
0: i had like a moment where i was like oh <sighs> we know where this is gonna go yours is alex mine is minus ephraim like I, and yeah. i remember the first time i read this like fuck you the- pierce the first time I read this, I literally thought Ephraim was still alive until I got to that chapter where they were like, Volga's holding his body and it falls apart. I literally was like, he just nibbled on his heart.
1: Not mm-hmm. a big deal.
0: He's still fine, I right? I were you texting that and we were like, no, he, he's for sure he dead. dead. <laughs> like,
1: he dead, dead.
0: He has no other chapters. It's it's over. <laughs> I think that was like the first and only time you actually spoiled me. Like not spoiled, but I was like, no, tell me like he's got to have one more POV. And you were like, dude, he's dead. And I was like, what are he- <laughs> saw him eating his heart so it can't be like the whole thing and you were like he's dead
1: i was like he, are you sure he <laughs> has a him few both? weird out of body moments like yeah it's yeah. really interesting because yeah that part he like sees out of body when he crashes the opening his opening pov scene is that like seeing everybody move around and he's like trying to tell himself to like get up and then he, like, knows that he doesn't have a leg, all that shit. So he has a lot of interesting POV stuff. Yeah, his character
0: is, I don't know, I think he's pretty essential in Iron Gold as, like, a, a point of view. But I feel like in this one, he is almost, like, pushing a bunch of other characters along, which I think is totally fine. But it's not really about him, and that kind of sucks because this is his last book, and he dies and everything. But, yeah, I did find his character really interesting in this one. Just remember it, I him. Well, that and it's happening.
1: just, like, in the middle of everything, he seems not relevant. In comparison to like Darrow, Virginia, and uh, Lysander.
0: Yeah,
1: it's just him training yeah. what their, their faces, you know.
0: Yeah, the kids. With, I, yeah. How did you guys kind of feel about the fact that this one is broken up into parts and like we do get multiple POV, but it's really like Daryl and Lysander, Mustang, Ephraim is his own, and then Daryl and Lysander kind of like track each other, and then the end is obviously like tons of chaos. But like, did you like the way that was set up, or was that kind of frustrating for you? How do you feel about that? Hate yeah
2: it was very frustrating because you come from iron gold where like i don't know it's not as normal to see the same point of view twice in a row right in this one you only get so much at one time and so you have no fucking clue what's happening anywhere else it i don't know it did not flow the same as iron gold i do think it's a better book
1: but yeah Yeah. i wanted to like skip i don't know because you just have like Granted, the first 50, 150 pages is just Darrow and Lysander. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Part two, you start to see Virginia and all of that, besides the prologue, which, by the way, I started crying like second page in. Not strong. even, it didn't even start the page numbers. It was still Roman numerals, and I started crying.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. So,
1: fuck me, that. Like-
2: but um, it's a moving speech it It is is, yeah yeah and to go into dark age to her saying all of this because obviously you see it again later on it's a part of her story but seeing that in the beginning I don't know dark age is already a terrible name you know it's gonna go south but it starts out like that and it's like oh my
1: god especially when they can continuously talk about like them going into a dark age you Mm -hmm. know like that's why it's obviously named that so it's just kind of like but well um, and like
0: I think that one is really good because she's you know that she's not talking to anyone in particular like she's just giving a speech so it's like that mm -hmm. one is really hard because it's not like she's just giving
1: the speech to Daryl she's like saying this to the masses and you're like I don't know the first 150 pages is just war people getting exploded people like just dying left and right Thraxa has a fucking piece of sheet metal through her entire torso and she's still like yeah it's fine she bends it she bends it so it doesn't get in her way
0: no big deal you'd go girl couldn't be me okay (laughs) i won't be doing any of that thank you though no glace sanders POV in this one, I think more interesting almost than I did in the other one because he spends so much time in Iron Gold, like just kind of observing his surroundings. And then in this one, I feel like he spent a lot of time like justifying why he's doing everything he's doing and like holding up his righteous cause. And I couldn't Mm -hmm. hate the man more. He makes a comment in like the first or second chapter of his where he is literally like, I don't know. I don't know if you guys kind of felt the same way, but I feel like he thinks it was weak to love the people you grew up with. Like he talks shit about his grandma. He talks shit about Aja. He talks shit about Cassius. And then he goes, well, I wish they were here with me after he talks mm-hmm. about how they like beat and abused him. Like he made it, he like lumped Cassius in almost with his grandma and like all these things. Also we get this fucked up backstory, which we'll talk about that in a minute. But like, I really felt like I didn't like, I, I didn't like how Lysander tried so hard in this one. I think that's why I hated him so much the first time I read it. And how he tried so hard to like justify his cause and was like, it's because of all these shitty people that grew up, that like trained me and made me who I am. That's why mm-hmm. I'm here. And it's like, no bitch, like these were your own choices that you fucking made and stop lumping Cassie mm-hmm. as in with Aja. I yeah, will say I
2: my, you know, not at all popular opinion. I do not like Lysander, but I did not hate him as much this time around yeah. as I did the first time. And I think it's because this time, obviously, like I said in the last episode, I'm looking for reasons to understand him. And literally in the beginning, he he says, do they really love this? What creatures could be so at ease here and now? Am I even the same species? And then he also has a quote not very long after that, where he, like his internal monologue, just one simple line. It is so horrible. Yeah. So he's starting to question, am I even doing the right thing? I thought this was correct. And now I've sacrificed
0: everything for this. Yep. And like, I, I that's why I kind of feel like I didn't hate him as much in this one, because he mm-hmm. does have those like internal monologue. I think the first time I read it, I just was so angry coming off of Iron Gold and like, just not knowing what, ha- like, as you're reading it, and you don't know what's happening next. You're like, fuck mm-hmm. Lysander. He's so pompous. He's so pretentious. But now that you've like gone through the whole thing and you see like, more so about the sacrifices that like both sides are making and like the choices he made and stuff. And honestly, I really feel like I've never read this book before, so that could be it. Yeah. Uh, I definitely feel like, yeah, he, his, his like motivations are really strange in this one. And it's like, I think that's why I don't enjoy him because he's so ignorant, but then he, anytime he has like a chance, he's like, I am the heir of Selenius, Selenius, however you fucking say that. And like, I'm going to just make sure that everybody pays attention to who I am. I'm Lysander Alune. And like, I'm so important. And like, any chance he could, he was like, I'm the heir, Selenius. But then when it came to like a point of power, he was like, oh no, no, I don't want any of that. I just want to be important. And it was like, for why though? Like your cause is not just, no one's cause is just, everyone's wrong.
1: Like Grace said. Oh, also, wrong. it's interesting to see Ajax just be like so excited to see him and then immediately turn on him. I actually can like. That. Granted, a lot of, they do a lot of turning on people, mm-hmm. the other Venetian people, but when you were talking about the other species thing, Tiffany, have you noticed that our boy Apple always says, Darrow started it being like, you're your own species, but he says that, he says that multiple times, and I'm like, what are we getting here? Like, there's no, there's no reason that he's saying, like, there's not, no reason for him saying this. Like, I feel like this yeah. is weird, especially now that they're buddy-buddy, And have that weird little mind thing going on. Oh my God, the fucking brain. It's freaking
2: me out. It's like some Taylor Swift shit. He's like constantly mentioning all of
0: these things and none of us understand what's happening. Well, and now that I've gone back and reread it and we know the title of the next book, the amount of times he said Lightbringer in this was like astonishing. You Mm -hmm. really noticed it. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So, like, I I mean, we obviously have never had the art. It's fine, fine. (laughs) everything. Now you know. it's not fine. Now you kind of not have fine. a better idea of like what he's going to bring up. And I think the next book is going to be primarily about Lysander and like his success in all of this and a lot of that kind of stuff. And I know like this is brought up towards the end and you finally figured out, but I, w- I just got kind of annoyed with like his like attitude about the mind, the the mind, what is it? Now I just want to call mind's it the-, eye. the mind's eye. That's the one. <laughs> The, the mind's eye and like him being like, I can't remember what my mom looks like. And I don't understand what the point of that was. Did you guys feel like that was like a necessary plot point or I don't know. That just made me like more annoyed with him. I was like, boo hoo. You can't remember your mom when you were four. Man. Yeah,
2: nobody cares. Literally, Literally nobody, nobody cares. cares. Your father yeah. is dead.
0: Your father. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your real father is dead. Your mom died years ago and her name was Anastasia. Get a more original name. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> It's like, excuse me, Pierce? You're just gonna just gonna bust in some Russian mythology in there? Okay, okay. That's, um, that's what we like to call um symbolism. 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 Um, that she was murdered by her I own just... people and her own family? Hmm, sounds dust. <laughs> I didn't even think Ah, that. Oh, that she was murdered um, by like the Yeah, okay, anyways. Just like throwing that. Well out. I
1: I don't know. Tiffany brought up like him having moral issues and all of mm-hmm. that i would just like to say i think that's bs because then he turns around and shoots his cousin in the face
0: and so. he literally says i don't want to kill him he has like a moment Facts. where he's like i don't want to kill him this isn't Fuck who i you, am bitch. i'm not this person <laughs> they're not rubbing their teeth anymore ka and i was like you are joking it
1: point blank in the face never i will never forgive pierce ever he literally ever. shattered rona's jaw and then shot his cousin. I mean, I would
0: also do that if I was trying to escape, but... But, like, maybe you just knock him well, out. I wouldn't shoot
2: my cousin in the face. Never mind. I, yeah, like, perhaps... I wouldn't in do the that. Legs.
1: I wouldn't do that. But the thing you- is, he is the epitome of what gold could be in the future. Mm-hmm. And I think Lysander thinks that he is that. Yep. But... It- he wrong. He's not. He's <laughs> it was not. Alex. He's the old age. He Alex just... was
0: the new. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know. And I think it was really strange that like at the very beginning, I actually forgot these people existed because it's the beginning of this book is so long ago, but like Serafina and her brother show, <laughs> you know, kind of show up and they're in there. And then everybody's like making fun of Romulus. Like that actually made me really mad because he, everybody yeah. has so much respect for him. And then these like core golds are like, so, oh, so posh. And they're like, ha what did he do? Oh, he had to kill himself. How silly. And I was like, wow, yeah. you guys are actually so annoying.
1: When <laughs> and they, I think they're, they think they're way harder just because they murder people all the right. time with no abandon. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like but I almost wish. Honor. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. The rim, the rim golds had honor. I almost wish that like, I mean, I actually don't almost, I actually wish that Lysander died and Serafina lived and we just got a Serafina POV and like she took on the fucking cause and like murdered all these people and brought the golds together because I what honestly happened? feel like they, the way that they run society, if you were going to say, let's keep the, ca- the you know cash system or what have you, if you were going to keep that, I would say the Rim golds are the most like moral, just like treat people the best and that kind of thing. Like, if you're going to keep the like hierarchy mm-hmm. or what have you. I was like, I'd be kind of interesting if Serafina like lived and like Sander died and then she just went and killed everyone
1: yeah
2: see it's funny that you say that because it's so logical but like all of the feminism left my body when (laughs) she died so drastically (laughs) and immediately
0: i cackled i was like damn that's what you get you stupid bitch I remember the first time we read it. I think you and I had done the audio, and Grace was like a little behind us, and I didn't see it coming, right? Because you're not, you're not like seeing no. it on the page. And I remember both of us distinctly being like, "Wait, is she actually dead?" And Grace was like, "Wait, wait, wait, what just happened?" Like, all I had to open the
1: disappeared. Yeah. She like just dead. evaporated.
2: He's like, yeah, no. it says that her intestines
0: like fall out the side and that's
1: all he sees if
2: he doesn't
0: see her ever again
1: they're like so
0: casual about the deaths in this you're like okay and like the people that get attacked and lose limbs oh yeah calendora she loses an arm like you need to calm down oh yeah there's so many people that like casually lose limbs and or have like life-threatening injuries sustained in battle that live and then there's so many
1: that you're like wait dude Darren almost fucking dies of exhaustion right
0: Mustang. It's I'm nice. sorry. You get chopped in half by an axe, and you're just like, "Let me just jump in this little tube. I'll be fine." How about no, girl? She literally goes. A chunk of my thigh to the bone is flapping in the breeze. Mm-hmm. Okay, me as well.
1: Dickening. She got caesared. Yeah, hardcore. She's like, I, I
0: have more scars than Victra. Victra? I said, don't talk about it. We don't. Don't bring up. <laughs> I don't want to talk don't about. Don't bring that up. <laughs> Anyways, we brought up Alex. We have to bring up the
2: other
0: one. I I literally might start crying. Like I don't think I can
2: talk about it.
0: Okay, well we'll just mute you to that part. Oh, I forgot about Atlantia's little weird neck snake creature and how like eccentric she is as a person. And I i cannot stand her character. I think she's so boring and weird.
1: I have an issue with her because every even the Ash Lord in Iron Gold was like when he was taunting Darrow and all of like you brought my daughter, blah 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 um everybody talks about how she like likes pretty things and was like all about court gossip and blah 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 blah. okay why is she a fucking psycho tyrant now when did that evolve literally Literally. i know she was like a psycho but like and they talk about her having weird sexual weird violent stuff yes i was gonna say she like gets off on executions i was like that doesn't just casually evolve into somebody and we just from people's background of her like uh mustang even was like oh i would share all this gossip with atlantia blah blah and like lysander's background with her and just she was even the ash lord said she's very frivolous and i was like when the fuck does she just turn into a dictator like a crazy fucking psychopath yeah how is she I, even like smart that, enough that to me there's just a hole for me in that regard.
0: Absolutely. And like her relationship with Ajax too. It's like, I know that they've been fighting for what, 10 years, but like the Ash Lord has only been like incapacitated for three. So that means like in the last seven years, okay, sure. You slowly like made your way up, but he literally said before he became incapacitated, she would have lived in peace. So how in that time did she like swindle Ajax, like into her inner circle and make him her like concubine?
1: and all of these things
0: and like get the like snake necklace and become this like fucking sadist like I don't understand I agree like and I think her character is really weird it's like she's kind of excessive but at the same time she acts like ignorant because when Ajax tries to Mm -hmm. kill Lysander and then he comes back she's like yeah I kind of knew but I guess that's a little bit of a surprise and you're like what like I'm I don't understand
1: yeah I much prefer like Apollonius obviously yeah but like I much prefer him as a bad guy to like her because she just does not to me she's not developed which is agreed yeah. up to say cuz who am i to say stuff so like that <laughs> i didn't write this fucking best selling whatever that's right but she just i don't know she's just is a little flat for me because i just need more but I also
0: don't want, I don't, yeah, want, I don't and, want more. Well, and then when she's like negotiating with Darrow, and he realizes that she's afraid of him, I'm like, but why though? Like, there's no reason for her to be afraid of him. Like, other than the, the presence of him, like he's fucked. He's like literally in there with no radiation, drugs. Like they're on their last leg. Everybody's dead everywhere. There's a fucking storm raging. Like and why on God's green earth would you be afraid of this guy? You're literally in charge of the skies and like have half half the amount of people or the same amount of people as Darrow on the ground like there's no reason that you should be Mm -hmm. like oh well the reaper of mars is here like that there's that doesn't make any sense to me and and like her she had all of her guys like in different places still still running all their like tricks like the fear knight is like way out in the desert with the gorgons and like she still knew about him and it's like you still had all your major players in in play and darrow had nobody and it's like why were you afraid of him um why do they call darrow the slave king because he was a slave is that why yeah
1: he's king of slaves okay because he like freed all of them i guess yeah, yeah it's he just was another one like It's like yeah, an it's insult. Just, yeah. Uh, okay, I, I love, love that train. Lysander jumps on that train. Fuck you, bitch.
0: I like when he volu- when Lysander volunteers to uh, fall in the rain and he's like, oh, uh-huh. I'll fall in the iron rain. And they're like, you can't loser. fall because you don't have a scar. And he's like, then give me one. I'll fall with you, Ajax, brother. And I was like, shut up. You are such a little bitch. And, and Sarah Freeman's like, like, gets in the tube and is like, I'm so scared. I'm like, that's right, you are. He's like, this yeah, was no. my
2: destiny. Yeah, girl.
1: Look yeah. at you now. R.I.P. No intestines. In <laughs> Rest without intestines.
0: Oh man, just like, and then she's so like casual. I don't know that part to me. I guess it makes sense for like her character, but that part to me, she's Smarter. literally standing there and she's like so casual, and she's like, oh, we're in the middle of a battle. You never been in the middle of a. And then just dies. Like, she's so casual about it. Like, I just, like, thrive and work there. And Lysander's like, ah, 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 ah. And somehow he survives. Like, excuse me? (laughs) And then at the end, he's like, oh, my God, you betrayed me. I could never see that coming. Oh. And then some bitch Calendora loses an arm and saves your life. Like, I'm sorry. What is happening?
1: Yeah, I feel like everybody's just watching his ass.
2: Everyone is. Yeah, he's, like, not doing anything. He's only alive
0: because
1: of his name.
0: And no and other he time. literally acted like he did so much. He was like, I survived the
1: desert. And I'm like, you walked. You literally he, got half your face melted off, stupid.
2: Yeah, because you're a literal idiot and you thought you could fight the Reaper and all you <laughs> did was get
1: everyone killed. Even Ajax was like, if they start howling, you're fucked. Like, find me as soon as possible.
0: And, and then, then they like, start howling. Like... And he literally gets crushed by, like, a spaceship. And I'm like, you had two burning spaceships on top of you. There's no way this man should have survived. Like, there were so many moments in time where you're like, these people should be dead, and they're not. Thing. That and metal, metal have melted
2: through his skull.
0: And it, it said that. He's like, I literally can feel my skull burning. And then goes, nah, I fat, I guess I
1: Yeah, fat, bubbling. It should have gone
0: further than his eye. Absolutely. The world I agree. would be better for it. Lots of eyeballs missing. They're like, the appendages that just halass out of here. This one is so, like... Truly foul. Um, There's so many eyeballs,
1: ear balls, arm balls, like, all the balls. (laughs) Like holidays missing an eyeball. They talk about that a lot in the other books. When did she she lose an eye? I think it must have been before her time with all the howlers and stuff. Like, in, like, as a drag... What is she? Dragoon? Dragoon? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, like, when she was, like, actually serving as a Grey. Oh. I don't think it was... It was a while ago because she has like a bionic eye, but they talk about that. Severo had no eyeball for a while. Everybody losing eyeballs and arms, yeah.
0: There's like an obsidian that loses one. Like Sander loses one. Uh, Like, doesn't Alex have an eyeball issue?
1: He like loses both his his ears, no teeth. He loses um, all his teeth Listen, and his face.
0: Also, I did think this was really interesting. The part where Orion decides to make the storm god, which by the way, he did a horrible job describing that. I was like, the fuck is a storm god? And what are the juggernauts or whatever they're called? The Drakenjagers? Like, we get no explanation. I'm like, can you put an appendix in the back just, of, like, even like giant that? people? Giant star shells. What the hell is a star shell?
2: Yeah, literally, what, what the fuck what is a star shell?
0: Are, well, yeah,
1: like but what big. are the what are the Jaegers, then? So they're, like, to my understanding, I'd be totally wrong, are, like, giant versions of that. Okay. That's why Rona has all those things in her arms. Yeah. So she can move it. Because it's supposed to be... He keeps saying it's, like, a million meters tall <laughs> I, said, meters. I really thought
0: they were like little fighter jets like on the ground but no i, I like... imagine
1: like giant transformers ah okay I imagine
0: them as like like the robots from avatar
1: Wait, oh okay is, yeah giant robots okay people. like giant power rangers is what yeah I, yeah <laughs> what i got that. I Imagine. all yeah. right um i just feel like i wish you would like explain that
0: a little better because for me like the grav bikes i'm like are these like pod racer star wars style or is this like a gravity bike Tron. like mandalorian I I, I thought Tron. Yeah. yeah, Or Tron. Like, is that what this is? Okay. And it just like floats a little above the ground. Yeah. But there's like two seats. Like he talks about there being two seats. Then I was like, and then how they like strapped some cloth over it to like grab the fear night. And I was like, what is happening? You do you boo. I'm, I'm just here for nothing. I don't need the visual. I could just, I'll just imagine it imagine it is nothing. It'll be a blurry figure in my mind. But I did really like the part where Lysander like talks about, he was like, how dare Darrow go in, like ruin everything and kill all these people and like create a genocide. And he blames him for it. And I was like, I find that to be so interesting because from the outside, just like with the Senate, they think that Darrow is like calling all the shots and doesn't realize that like sometimes the people, even that he's in charge of are like out of control. And the part with Orion, I like, I genuinely teared up. That was so sad that was so sad and it was so fast too yeah and he he didn't want to do it but he he didn't hesitate he literally said she was a myth and I killed her with a switch
1: yeah she was like writing all those equations and just the way she was talking it was just like kind of a death sentence like when Cassius gives like that big speech to Lysander that clearly did mean shit to that kid anyway that was kind of like how I knew he was about to you know yeah it whacked because it was just such a meaningful thing to say and i feel like hers wasn't to the degree that cassius's was but like you could just tell that she was not okay and darrow knew that and she talks about what's his face helping her cheat her psych evaluations call away i think i love him he's one of my fave like new faves i think does he even survive i don't even know
0: no I thought that was like that part was so sad and I definitely I mean yeah it's like there's tons of foreshadowing I think when we lead up to that point and then Darrow is like so sad about it and then he's like well fuck me now what do I do and of course he comes up with like a different thing but I did I did like how they got through the storm and like you know it wasn't totally unbelievable the way that Daryl gets out of every situation but it was totally unbelievable how Lysander gets out of every situation so <laughs> just like put that out Magical everyone's allowed to survive
1: boy. but lysander
0: yeah absolutely that's right that's correct
1: um he's just like so magical and not a regular species that's why i'm like sus about him and apple getting together because they both keep saying that and i'm like what do you know that i don't
2: mm-hmm lysander is <laughs> like the definition of not all
0: men and it disgusts me yeah he's not like other girls <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's the definition of a pick me bitch like absolutely literally would be just the besties the best of the best because they'd be over here fucking reciting poetry to people as they murder them you know Mm -hmm. speaking of i am sick of all
2: of these paradise (laughs) lost quotes and mentions what does that
1: mean
2: explain it to me what does it mean because like even virginia mentions it
1: yep yeah like what's in the box Pierce? what's in the box <laughs> i noticed that after you brought it up tiffany and then mm-hmm. she brought uh virginia yep. brings it up and i was like oh that's fucking funny like it really is like everybody be quoting
0: He was like who's your it's favorite mostly poet? all the oh. golds but yeah. everybody's the same poet okay cool 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 cool, cool. <laughs> I fucking hate him. Also, I would like to say we vaguely talked about this, I think, in the last one, but the amount of times that they he mentions in this book about the sunbloods, which he has never <laughs> in four other books. I feel so passionately about this. He never in four other books has fucking brought this up. And I get that it's foreshadowing clearly for the very end, but he brings it up in the most like atrocious and like obnoxious ways. And he also brings them up in very subtle ways. Like he talks about how they get blown up in the very beginning. And Lysander's like, Sanders like, oh, I was just there with like a whole army, but just me saved everybody. Look, a sunblood, shut the fuck up and die underneath a literal spaceship. And then- <laughs> He like brings it up again later in part two, where Mustang, like Virginia, will be like, "Oh, I remember when I used to play with like Cabeus' Sunbloods," and then Atlantia at Atlantia. How do you say your name? Ad- Atlantia. 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 Would be oh. like, "Oh, my Sunbloods when we were kids," and like Ajax and Lysander. Like everybody just like fucking brought them up, and I'm like, "Okay, I get it. We get it. The like the Sunbloods are great, but like you have, and Daryl brought it up, but you have never spoken about them literally ever." And then this entire book, I felt like I was reading like a JLA book. It's just like, repeat it. How many times? Take a shot every time he says Sunblood.
1: I feel like he just starts to bring in a lot of creatures. Like he brings up Daxos creatures. Uh, Trigger warning, Tiffany, sorry. (laughs) I was triggered. I was triggered. I was looking down and I looked up so fast. Um, But like, yeah, I mean, and then he brings in all these fucking weirdo cannibals, like he just was really having a ball with all these made-up <laughs> little creatures. That's like, very I fair. feel like he was, like, Mickey, like, being like, ooh, look at what I created. Like, a little fucking goblin.
0: Yeah, but, like, I don't know. It just, I, it felt, like, excessive to me. I was like, we get it, but shut up. He also, Lysander also had a quote in there where he said, is this how Cassius felt when Ajax betrays him? And I literally wanted to throttle the man.
1: Get fucked, pussy. Sorry. That's
0: right. (laughs) That's fucking right. Fuck you. Fuck your mom. Fuck your grandma.
2: I'm glad you lost your memories. I'm glad your mom's dead. (laughs)
0: I'm glad your dad's dead. I'm glad your grandma's dead. I'm glad everybody you love is fucking dead.
2: I'm glad you're alone and no one likes you. That's right. Even the people that you know from your childhood don't give a fuck about you. That's what you
1: get for... Being like kind of sad when the only person that gave a shit about you fucking dies on your behalf, you That's little right. bitch. That's right. Preach anyway.
0: Anyways, and then w- this battle is disgusting. It's absolutely horrific. Lysander should have died in chapter sixteen. Just like throwing that out there. I know we already talked about it, but I. This is what I should have died notes. when he was ten. That's absolutely. Fair. He should have <laughs> um, died when he was ten. He should have died when the Obsidians tried to eat him. He should have died when they like left him out to the elements in the rim, he should have died when he insulted, like when he insulted Cassius's honor, there was like many times. He should have died in childbirth. That's correct. That's right. (laughs) Absolutely. And like, I hate at the end that Darrow says it. he's like, Severo was right. Oh, was he?
1: Oh, Oh, 10 years too fucking late. I was just going to bring up the whole Darrow's delusional with him having like a heart attack. And then the other or her or whatever his name is. It's like, oh, like, blah, blah. And Screwface comes up and was like, if you don't have a cloak, he's not part of your pack. And I was like, get him, bitch. Like, I was, oh, I loved it so much. And then, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's funny because every time somebody says Hail Reaper, I'm like, get him. And then I'm like, Daryl, why you do that? Why you do (laughs) that? Daryl, you're you're so dumb. dumb. And then, yeah, anytime somebody says, like, any howler stuff or any Hail Reaper, I'm like, I want to punch a wall.
2: That's right.
1: I want to be a man. <laughs> it's, mean,
2: literally like, it's like when you have that toxic best friend and like you yeah. know that they're doing all of these horrible things and they're really kind of the bad guy, but you're like, you know but what? my bad guy. <laughs> but you're my <laughs> bad guy. You
0: can do no wrong. I will find an excuse for every action. Mm. And that's like, honestly, that's what Severo did until he didn't. And I, I think Severo's character, we'll get to that in a minute. I think Severo's character is really interesting. I did like the reunion with Screwface, But right before that, I don't know if this bothered anybody else. And I really feel like I blocked out from trauma the first time. The like almost rape scene of Darrow really bothered me. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It was like, that was not necessary. Like, it was
1: horrible. What? That made me like actually have a panic attack. It was
0: was just like, like, no, 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 no. And I was like, this is not necessary. I don't know. I just felt like that part was a little unnecessary to me. Like you could have done other things
1: than like. Literally something pretty triggering when we've already been triggered a lot yeah (laughs) like that definitely should have probably been in like the first part i mean he does mention it multiple times about atlas and stuff and the whole Barry vlad the impaler kind of shit i don't need to know that hold a hole. no thank you literally put them on a spike i don't want to know i don't want a picture it's just so graphic in my brain I agree. You could have just chopped his balls off and called it a day.
0: You did that. Definitely (laughs) didn't need to like attempt to rape.
1: Uh, yes, you okay over
0: there, Tiffany?
2: Yeah, I'm just like traumatized thinking about people like on a pole like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and poor baby
1: Alex is like,
0: they need to be. I was having more flashbacks.
1: Yes, you were like, frog, they're all booby trapped
0: (laughs) and then. Lysander like which also this is not like karma or anything but I I did find that kind of interesting that like he happens upon them later and it's like he's so ignorant like you're so this is so far in advance but like he's so ignorant that he like stumbles upon these guys that would never think like they're booby trapped and then just thinks the best of like everybody but also at the same time thinks he's better than everyone and and he's like look and he literally says the line look at me dying at the feet of a of a red as a gold and I was like shut up like even in death you're like a fucking fool. Mm-hmm. anywho hate that man
1: Idiot. um
0: and then i love that Screwface came back we love we love to see it he mm-hmm. was MVP. and he's cute
1: now too that's my favorite part he's like hella hot yeah that's right <laughs> he's like <laughs> a long bottom it was a like, glow
0: up minus the limb <laughs> everybody be getting bionic limbs up in this bitch he had, like, yeah was just... an arm leg leg at the I end
1: have, i have no idea but i just think it's funny because that's like his howler name that cassius gave him because he's fucking ugly and then to go undercover. They just made him like so beautiful. That's right. And everybody's like, um no, I've seen Screwface. That's not what he looks like.
2: <laughs> They're like and Darrow, like, <laughs> You haven't slept in a week.
1: This to us. Like, uh, this to us. <laughs> nice to meet you, sir. R- big fan. <laughs> Big, big oh my- fan.
0: I thought it was really crazy to like to think about it, Cause it's like, you, you know, he does this big space battle. We think about war and all that. Speaking of like, Daryl, let us handle this and not sleeping for a week. <laughs> it's like, they do this big battle, this big war. And I really like that Pierce does go in here and talk about like the aftermath and like what happens after the initial battle, because I feel like we never get that in any war mm-hmm. or like space or action movie. Like you never get what happens afterwards and you're not seeing the effects of like the radiation poisoning that they're all going through and how like they literally say their DNA is like unraveling. And they're mm-hmm. not going to make it. And he's like, I don't have a solution here other than to, like, share the meds. I haven't slept in five and a half days. Like, what? Yeah. Well, Are Alex
1: you- and Draxa mentioned that they haven't slept in, like, a hundred, what is it? A hundred and, like, 60 hours or something like yeah. that. And that's when Alex fell asleep. And I was like. It crashes the like, bike. Yeah. She was like, we're golds. But, like, 160 hours. of Like, how many fucking days is that? that you don't sleep like let me pull up a that's... calculator
2: hang on one <laughs> Crazy.
1: Moment. No, no i, I think that's
2: divided by 24 is six days it's Luckily. 6.6 days
1: that's <laughs> insane i would not survive this I... fucking book no We've
0: i would be discussed. like a
1: pink and my whole body would just be shattered that's right <laughs> it's like you look at me wrong and my bo- my bones break that's correct i'd like to be on like
0: <laughs> I don't know Jupiter Saturn perhaps like really far away from whatever the fuck's happening over there somewhere yeah so the first part ends kind of wackadoodle I don't I think it leaves off on like a big cliffhanger uh, that's somewhere around the part where Lysander's like dying and Darrow doesn't know what to do with his life and then we kind of cut to Mustang and Daxo
1: that's what I don't like about this book to be honest is how segmented it is we I know we mentioned that earlier but that to me kind of lost me where I was just like 150 pages of war and then really intense politics that half the words I don't understand what they're talking about. <laughs> I went from like kind of lost yeah. in war to like super lost in political, <laughs> political jargon.
0: Well, and like, I don't really remember who all these people are as they're like bringing them up. I literally was like, obviously we remember Daxo and like Virginia and stuff. But I was like,
1: who is this copper? Mm hmm. Publius but I don't think that's right (laughs) that's right it is Publius you're right you're right yeah Publius that's how I said it in my head
0: well like we bring him up and it's like I don't even remember him from the last book like he was not significant enough to be like brought up does anyone else feel that way I don't know well he's ruined my life so
1: (laughs) (laughs) well can we just talk about how how they do the whole like they see the whole thing with Dancer and so for like 2.5 2.5 seconds you think it's dancer that's like causing all this shit but they were really just trying to bring dancer down that yeah. Is that, that Ringo bell yeah where he slept with the duke of hands yeah and so you're thinking that and then all of a sudden virginia goes oh nope i know who it is and i was like what like what <laughs> How did you figure that out? Like,
0: yeah, that part was wild. And I think the way they like set it up is really cool. And I don't know. I just, I love like Dax's office and the way that he, that it was the politics. And we kind of get that back where they're, you know, like swindling them and having those conversations. But I agree. It's like very segmented and it makes it like really jarring. And mm-hmm. then you go to Ephraim's POV. Like, we get Ephraim somewhere mixed in there too. And he's like mm-hmm. literally in a crash spaceship. And I'm like, first of all, my question is, where is Severo? Second of all, how did he crash? Anybody else, like...
1: The... What's-her-face was trying to bring them back. The yeah. Right.
0: The queen. But I thought that she was, oh. like, bringing them back. Like, how did they crash? Some, I think somebody shot at the
2: ship or something in iron gold because the ship starts crashing and you don't oh. see another point of
0: view from Ephraim.
1: Yeah, it's the obsidians because that's who saves them, right? Or yeah.
0: yeah, And they find them, them at quote the site. Yeah. yeah. So they were shooting him down as he was escaping the duke. The syndicate. The queen. Okay. And yeah. Okay. So we had this, yeah, I forgot about that. We did this as like an entity. So in the last one, you guys didn't hear this, but we cut this part out because we were having a debate. <laughs> we were like, we know who the queen is, but nobody else knows. Right. And they we were like, oh, yeah, we don't know. Confidence. <laughs> I, I was like going into you it. I so like, it's I I wrote a note in here. So, so Tiffany and I were very, very convinced that the queen was Cephi and we were like, we already found this out. The queen is Cephi. Like it's definitely her. And Grace was like, no, 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 that sounds a little sus. So I really wrote a note in here when they catch the Duke of Hands. She goes, oh, your slippers are really cool or like, you know, really fancy or something. And are they like butterfly wings or something? And he goes, no, they're griffin feathers. And I was like, oh, that's how you know the queen is Sefi because there's no way you'd be able to get not. griffin feathers. Unless he was with the Valkyrie. And it turns out we're fucking wrong. Yeah. Well,
2: like the right hand man is Gorgo, and Gorgo is an obsidian. There are like right. so many signs in iron, iron, gold that lead to you thinking that the Syndicate Queen has to be an obsidian. Right. They're just everywhere, and there's never any mm-hmm. other color.
0: So it was well thought through on her not part. Around. Um. Right. Definitely fooled me.
1: Definitely fooled me as well. She, she, no, I think Tiffany was like. So we all know who the queen is, right? And you guys were like, yeah, and I was like, yeah, I thought it was uh, Seffi, and you guys were like it is and I was like I thought it was Lilith and you guys were like no it's Steffi, and I was like and I should have just looked it. I could have simply looked it up but I knew we weren't (laughs) going to talk about that but I was like I'm pretty sure it was because that's how the whole Adria's 2.0 thing comes up and that's when Tiffany was like don't call him by his government name that's right that's when that part came up so that's why I was like oh uh, again and i was like no it has to be i was like why does she even come up if she's not a big part so, of this
0: yeah because i was thinking oh okay so it's th- it's the republic the syndicate the society the red hand and then lilith and it out <laughs> the syndicate no. and lilith are the same and the obsidians are their own thing they're the, yeah. the one clan or whatever. all tribe. All, all, clan. All, tribe, all tribe thank tribe. you brain hole all clan one tribe mind's eye all father
1: all mother that's how i remember it
0: oh my 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 yeah so that part was really funny because i wrote some notes in here thinking it was seffy like ooh, here's some clues like <laughs> context clues like he had griffin slippers Da
1: da da. i, I literally involved. googled it and screenshot it and sent them <laughs> i was like you bitches are wrong incorrect
2: listen i got some notes for pierce it should
0: have been seffy <laughs> um <laughs> i just want to be right I want to yeah I I 100% believe I would be uh, a a thousand percent convinced it was Steffi. I like Lilith makes no sense whatsoever well over here birthing a child how does she have time to run a whole thing like a demon that she
1: is that's right you know what
2: we I do respect the grind okay she's a
0: she can multitask she's a side hustle and hoe yeah that's right she's
1: just a working single mom so gross. (laughs) She's got... (laughs) That was your girl Dolly Parton once then. I'm I'm literally somebody she used to bang and she just (laughs) birthed. That's so sick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I fucking die. Oh, man. I forgot that Steffi had, like, a boyfriend or whatever. A concubine. A concubine. And he's
2: cheating on her
1: yeah how dare he with a younger model that's right ew
0: disgusting many a
1: skinnier lady
0: i thought she was a dude i really thought like her name what's her name um starts with an f fry free held or something yeah, Freeheld. free held i literally thought she was a dude i was like what does this person matter at all and then they were like no they're sleeping together and i was like that's interesting Mm-hmm. Who is she about? Oh, she's. Just, I thought the Scoogies were dudes. And then I was like, oh, they're chicks. And then I was yeah. like, what is happening? Who is Frail? I thought that was the white for a minute there. These people are mm. all women. I guy sex. Yeah. They're all women? Yeah. I the thought Scoogies they were all a women. mix. That's no, who Ephraim f- is f- training. They're all supposed to be like women assassins. Like they're, they're yeah. like. Wow, adults. damn. The sexism. The sex. <laughs> it's, it's giving Black Widow. Like-
1: <laughs> yeah, it's giving like. I can't reproduce because they took my organs out.
0: Yeah. Giving the witcher. It's giving Black Widow. Oh, the witcher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're all women. So I thought it was a dude. And then I really thought he was the white. And then I was like, oh, there's another obsidian who's like a shaman. They're in a fortress. I don't know what's happening. Nuts. Uh, That whole, eating nuts. That's right. Hallucinogenic nuts. Well, (laughs) yeah, I think that setup is like really odd. I like Efren's relationship with Steffi. Now that I knew, like once I figured out she wasn't the queen, I liked her a little more. So I was like, this bitch be kidnapping kids and shit. But no, instead she's just trying to like turn everybody into one tribe.
1: Mm-hmm. She it's just all... wants... I can respect her... Where she's coming from. I'll Same. say that. She anyway, sacrificed just... half of her color. For not no reason. Because now, yeah, they can be free and stuff. But at after a certain point, I can imagine that getting really fucking tiring. And that's why she left. But they also gave her the shittiest part of Mars. I mean not because it is the Bologna's old place, but like it's destroyed and like half of it was irradiated. So
0: well and they have no minds. Like she wasn't given any resources either. They were just like, yeah. here you
1: go. Bitch, I'd be pissed too. I'd be like, fuck you and your kids, yoink.
0: <laughs> They're our kids now.
1: <laughs> yeah. And especially because Victor has a bunch of assets, you know, like it makes sense. It'd be more, I mean, she didn't really need packs. Virginia ain't got shit, but yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, I would say too, like if anyone was like just in their cause and like the, the methods that they went about it, it was Steffi. Like Steffi really went and said, I don't want to kill anymore. I don't want to die anymore. We're going to do this all together. Like, I, d- I know that there's like tiffs and stripes, but she literally said like, "Uh, mm-hmm. what was it? Dueling was like outlawed and like sudden death and like all those sorts of things. So it's like, she really, if anyone was like just in their cause for their people, it was her. Everybody else she was wrong.
1: yeah Yeah. she was making good steps into bringing her people into like a better life and then you like flash to the reds who are just like still suffering still 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 screwed you know so i mean granted it takes time it's only been 10 years you know rome wasn't built in a day but i don't know
0: it was built in a decade but it did fall like the republic very quickly (laughs) Okay, I literally wrote a note here because I'm such an idiot when I went, wait, so Dancer knows that Sefi's the queen?
1: No. That's not true. <laughs> that is
0: like the most wrong I've ever been. I think that's really interesting how much we kind of see Victra's hate for Virginia. Like she really, first of all, I hate the fact that their names are so similar. I, I didn't realize like how much Victor actually doesn't like her. Like she d- despises all the choices that she's made. And she's like, I'll follow you because you're my sovereign, but like, I will not enjoy your presence
1: And I find that That so odd. Sad. Yeah, but
0: at the same time, like, they've never been friends. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. I think I'm more sad about, like, the idea of their, like, squad, I guess it would just be Darrow, Severo, and Victra. Yeah. That, like, that whole conversation that they have with the Duke of Hands, or, like, before the Duke of Hands, and how she, like, tries to get Severo into, like, telling her what's going on. And it made me sad. I was like, (sighs) Like... I said sad like 6,000 times.
0: No, and it is sad. And I think that part is wild because you're like, you kind of see how like Virginia, and she says this a few times, like she's so lonely, but it's like, you kind of see how much she's isolated herself and like, maybe to no fault of her own, but maybe to some fault, like she's really close to Daxo and she's really close with like, you know, I think that's really just Daxo. Like she, she says that he's He's her her best best friend. friend. He's her best friend. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you see that like, she just assumed because Severo and Victor are Darrow's best friends that they would do anything for her and like when he's not there you really have to like test those back like those bonds and mm-hmm. I find that part like that part to me is like fascinating and it's like you really show that Severo wants to do the right thing but like his loyalty is to his wife and that's ha- what he and wants they to both do
1: don't owe her shit right they owe Dar- I mean not so much Severo but Victor definitely yeah. owes Darrow shit mm-hmm. you know
0: and like they, and it's, it's funny to me because I think several is like a really, they talk about him being kind of like an unhinged character and it's like, he's a goblin of Mars and he kills everybody and all this stuff. But at the same time, he's so soft. Like he really cares about the people in his life and he wants, he's doing what the only thing he can, which is violence, but he's doing that for the people that he loves. And it's like, he's so defeated in this moment because everybody around him is like warring and making the worst decisions. And he doesn't have like that authority figure in him, within himself mm-hmm. to like make them all get along and like fix it. You know what I mean? And when he finally makes a decision for himself and he does what he thinks is
2: right, everybody like talks down to him and treats him like shit. Like, are they right to be upset that he left Darrow to save his own children? Yes. But also they don't have a right to tell him that he's doing something wrong when this is literally his legacy. Mm -hmm. Of course he has his own, but this is his family. This is all he has left. His father literally got beheaded. That was the only person he ever had. It's just not fair. Justice for Severo too, especially in this book.
0: Yeah, and I kind of hate that he's not really a big character in this one. Like he's been so profound the whole time, and then I don't know. I wish I almost wish he was more of a character, but at the same time, like I think it's fine. I, I hope that he's going to be one of the next one. And it's hard to like suss it out, and I like that we get more Victor because we didn't get a lot of her in the last one. So I think
1: we're getting um, the team back together. I I think it's shitty foreshadowing uh, that we're getting less and less of him. I don't don't know. say those sorts of things. I, why the I fuck would you, night- you say that? <laughs> I had a nightmare about it the other night. Literally that's my greatest fear. That is, it's night that greatest
0: fear. That is—it's everyone's greatest fear. There's right no here. fear greater than that.
2: Than so. Severo's death. What if that's—what if that's why Pierce was
0: like, I didn't expect everyone to love Severo so much. He literally said that like multiple times. He wanted people to like Lysander and think that his cause was just, and he did not expect people to enjoy Severo. Like, right? You're writing for the wrong audience,
1: my boy. I'm I like- feel like everybody else gets. Severo correct way more than they would get Lysander because he's a princess and Severo is not well and like Severo's just himself
0: well and like we as a group like we're middle class and we don't know what it's like to grow up in a posh life and so like if anyone was going to relate to any characters it would be Darrow and Severo especially Mm -hmm. I think Severo and the fact that it's like his life has always been this sort of like turmoil, you know what I mean? And like, you want the, like the best for him, but at the same time, he hasn't done what Darrow done. Like he hasn't turned around and said like, I'm going to go become this like warlord. He's like, I'm going to do what I can for my friends, which is what all of us would do as like people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think that's why he's such a relatable character because he doesn't turn around and literally like decide to become the golden boy that Darrow does. And then, you know, I and mean, I think like Cassius is a really relatable character because he does change so much, but like, I don't understand. And I'm very curious, Grace, if your brother-in-law has read it, but I don't know another man that's read this series. I'm very curious to know if, as a man, he enjoys the, he enjoys Lysander. Because, like, I don't know anybody that likes
1: him. No, I don't think he... I could be wrong. But, um, yeah, I don't think he likes
0: him. you are very curious to, like, sit down and, like, chat with someone who does enjoy Lysander, which I think would probably be a man. And then, like, why they like him so much. But, yeah, I'm... We're all worried for several. Okay, so now we're at Tiffany's favorite part.
1: No, we're not. Yeah, you we, you we can't, can't hide from it. it. You just made a fucked up joke.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> we can skip this part. We actually can't. It's very, very crucial.
1: No, it's not. Oh, this is where I stopped reading last night. So I like had enough. I needed to fall into a TikTok hole. I feel, bad. I feel some sort of happiness <laughs> left in the world. When you guys read this the first time,
0: I thought uh, I, was, I was genuinely shocked that they killed off Dancer. Like that was, I think, the one for me that was the most jarring. Because I was like, I didn't think it was really happening. I was like, there's no way that this is like, what's actually going on. And then I thought Mustang was dead. Like, I Mm -hmm. was like, Daxo. But also, it was giving the Incredible Hulk. Like, you're literally ripping people limb from limb. And right before this, what? Head from limb? (laughs) No! 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 Daxo. Tiffany is the only one that
1: can make head jokes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Daxo is literally (laughs) ripping people limb from limb. It's giving the Incredible Hulk. But that part is, like, wild to me. And I, I actually thought the first time I read it, like, Virginia was dead. Dancer's dead. Mm-hmm. Daxo's dead. The whole gang's dead. End of the society. R.I.P.
1: Can, can I just say, fuck Cassius's mom? That's all I have to yes, say about that.
0: If I saw that bitch in the street, it's <laughs> over. <laughs> it's over. When the part where Severo, like, makes a comment, says the Bone Riders are there, what did you guys think when you heard that initially? Like, did you think she was the queen of the syndicate? Were you guys, like, shocked that they had kind of brought them back? Was this, like, just sort of felt like one of those things that was meant to happen? Or what were you guys, just, like, the first time you read it? I was confused.
1: Mm. It was just so much pandemonium that it's just, like, wait, what? just, like, takes you a little bit to, like, get back on your feet after that.
0: It's enough slices. Yeah. It's enough. Mm-hmm. We've I was seen like, enough. We've had enough. That,
1: that meme where it's, like, you close the book and you're, like, okay, when I open this, I don't want it. I don't want what just happened to be true yeah and then you sigh and then you open it and it's true and then you have to close it again and be like okay like you definitely have to just like process a little bit
0: yeah and like I don't know her injuries again these are like life like like literally life-altering injuries they're talking about like chunks of her ear being taken off and like her jaw being broken and like all these things and then she just pops up out of it like oops <laughs> I guess I'm just on a ship now no big deal. It-
1: It is a or their conversation with the Duke of Hands. I feel like is a precursor to that though because he talks about like her body being able to handle everything, but how much he had to endure and all of that. And so I feel like that's an interesting little segue because yeah, they talk about how much gold's bodies can handle, and then that (laughs) happens.
0: Yeah, I found that line really interesting where he said, "If I had your power, I'd be unstoppable." But at the same time, I was like thinking about it, I was like. At the same time, if you were a gold, like you wouldn't have had the experiences that you had as a pink. So it's like, yeah, it's It's not really the same now, right? It's easy for you to say that, like in retrospect, you would, but like if you were 2020, right? If you were born a gold, you wouldn't have ever like experienced that. Then it ends again. And we switch back to Darrow's (laughs) point of view, which was really jarring. And I don't know if you guys saw the same. I at that point was like, I don't care about you, Darrow. All of this feels like your fault. Get your life together. And move on. Your friends are dying. Your wife yeah. might be dead. Literally. She's not. But at the time, you don't know that. And then Ad- Atlantia, like, sends him a little chit-chat and is like, your wife is dead. And he's mm-hmm. like, damn, that sucks. She just sent me a calm that was like, I'm coming and I'm bringing you radiation medicine.
1: Her and I was like, speech makes me so sad. <laughs> like,
0: horrific. And like... <laughs> rona and alexander and like she's so sad and she's like waiting for him <laughs> on the beach like that whole thing is so sad and i'm like listen daryl every single bit of this is your fucking fault my guy like all that part
1: of it I, that actually might make me cry thinking <laughs> about that and then she's like so happy that he's not dead and then he dies <laughs> <laughs> and it's just stone face
0: oh man yeah that part i has- will never financially <laughs> recover <from laughs> <this. will> <laughs> I will never, oh ever God. recover.
1: It's, I mean, I guess there's just a lot of back-to-back deaths, but that one was...
0: Well, they're, like, main I was characters. like, a lot in one, one thing. There's a lot of main characters. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, well, we can get that later. So, yeah, we're at Darrow's. I was just kind of bored at this point. I'm like, okay, we get it. You guys are fighting your way across the desert, whatever. I'm, like, 98% sure Kalandora died. There's no way that woman, like, lost an arm and was, like, floating around the desert and, and then found Lysander underneath a fucking ship. one arm Hulk man saved his ass and, like, carried him somewhere.
1: I like her, actually. Me
0: too, but he makes a weird comment where someone asked him, do you love her? And he said, I could. And I thought this woman was, like, 70.
1: She's, like, she mentions, I think, he, Lysander talks about how she and Virginia are the same age or, like, a little bit apart.
0: Are they? Because I thought that she was his mother's best friend and his mom was, like...
1: Well, yeah. I'm sure she's... No, not I 70. think I think Asia was her, his mom's best friend.
0: Right, but she says at the very end, she's like, if I tell you this, you're gonna hate me forever. And she was like, the sovereign assigned me and Atlantia to kill your mom." And then he was oh, like, "You were her best friend." About that. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, You're, "You were her best friend." And she was like, "I know, but that was my sovereign."
1: Maybe yeah, he said a few years apart. I don't remember what it was, but Lysander does that bring old. up like the fact that he was like enamored with Virginia for a little bit, and how Creepy. her and Virginia are close in age. But I could be wrong.
0: No, that's probably right. I just in my head she was like seventy.
1: Yeah. yeah there's uh, just a lot of people that are like there's a lot of people that like either look haggard and wrecked and they're like 30 or they're like 8 billion and they actually look like okay for their their age yes it's very confusing they talk about Vodum or whatever that guy's name is being like a billion years old and calendar calls him an old pervert
2: this reminded me you know what we missed before the day of red doves when you see kavik's did you guys notice that it said that his beard, like we've been complaining about his beard being red because it doesn't make any sense, but did you guys notice that they said specifically that his beard had turned white? Yeah.
1: From like the stress and that. everything? Yeah. With being captured all the time?
0: No, from
2: losing packs and then being like so
0: injured he almost died. Yeah. <laughs> from being like shot in the gut. He wakes. That man
1: <laughs> needs a break. That man needs a beach vacation.
0: And then they literally well, went, went to the <laughs> beach
1: for sure. <laughs> I said that, <laughs>
0: And then they literally talk oh. about cloning him, and I won't say it. I won't say it. I keep it to um, myself. The I worst part I... of this book is Daxo saying
2: he thinks he would make a great dad, and then
1: gets axe murdered. And there's and more
0: than one cut. time that a character references, <laughs> fluffing his head around like like a rubber ball. Mm-hmm. Darrow says it. Mustang says it. I think Kavik says it.
1: Like serves up. <laughs> no, <laughs> not with my boy Daxo. <laughs> no one if anyone Apologies.
2: deserved that it was not him
1: I need to be careful because I'm about to see Tiffany and Tatiana in like three days and I I'll just not know not
2: speaking to you I just get know I'm in the car, get but don't, don't, get don't even whacked.
1: look at me <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a goofy silly mood because all I've eaten and consumed today was a, uh, a weird amount of food and uh, an energy drink so you know who's it's not
2: an- in a silly goofy mood? Definitely, because he's fucking Dead. <laughs>
1: well, so is Alex. I'm just crying. About
0: and that, Ephraim. So. I mean, we are all suffering in a different way here. <laughs> You're right. I didn't think about that until you just said that. I don't know what I else to say. I that. feel really bad for Pack or for Cavex in this one too, because there's like a, a reference at the very end where she's like, "He looks so tired, and like he he's done, right?" And he sent all his kids off to like fight the war because he was like, "I'm so old, I'm done," and then all of them died. Or are presumed dead, so now he has to turn around and be like the giant of Telemontis and like the House Augustus and all that kind of stuff. And I was like,
1: <laughs> Draxa died, right?
0: Unsure. I imagine
1: that. I, I don't think this, so. I spent this whole time being like, I can't remember if she died or not.
0: So she says that that's what I'm actually. I was going to ask you guys, but I don't know if you remember. So at the very, very end, we'll we'll skip back. We're never in order as always, but at the very end, Darrow has a razor through his lung, casual, and Screwface is on the that. table with half a leg also casual and then she's like sitting in a corner and she has like a pulse fist or a razor no she has a razor in her hand and she lost her axe or what have you Mm -hmm. and she's like sitting there and she's like what's the point we're surrounded this is the end like whatever and then Daryl's like well I'm not gonna give up and then says something about like rallying the troops or whatever and then she was like let me do like let me do what I want to do and he like takes the razor away and then she's like let me do what I want to do and he gives it back to her so I don't know if she was, and like, she's sitting there, like, he he literally said something about her, like, contemplating killing herself, like, he, like she was done. So I don't know if she killed herself or not. Like, hmm. what was... I, I googled it just it. now, and it says she's alive. So. Right, right. So I don't know if that's going to be, like, brought up again, but she's literally, like, the end of this book ends with her sitting in a chair holding a razor, I think.
1: Is that before or after Cassius comes back?
0: That is it has be- to be before. before Because
1: yeah. Darrow has a razor like through his chest and he's like all broody and sad. And then Cassius shows up and he's like, this again. <laughs>
0: so yeah, like, he like the way that scene ended was like literally that. And then Darrow sees like something weird or hears something, and then he goes to the rooftop and then Cassius like shows up. But like that's the end, right? Like Cassius and Darrow, that's the cutscene. So we don't know what uh-huh. yeah, we don't yeah. know what happened to Thraxa. Like we, we're not sure. That but like I do feel so bad for Thrax in that life. Scene. Do what? That was the best um, thing that could ever happen to me. After that, yeah. I remember distinctly when you got to that part the first time you read it, and you Falling. were like, "Fuck you guys for lying to me!" I, could, I couldn't see. <laughs> I couldn't had see shit.
1: My tears were burning my face. I was crying so hard that and was like the- wiping them so hard. And then I highlighted it, and my yeah. whole thing is all wavy because I was shaking. That was the best secret we've ever kept as a group. Mm-hmm
0: it was hard I'm a it. bad
1: liar because it's so good when you get to yeah. the part we
0: were actively trying to gaslight her well and I think the first time I read it I remember like thinking in my head there's no way that Cassius like when I read Iron Gold I think the first time and then I kind of forgot like his role I guess but I remember the first time I read it thinking like there's no way he's dead because like to me no body no crime like we didn't get this big epic moment there was never a time where they were like you know he sees his dead body or Oops, whatever sorry, we missed it
1: like yeah he's gone.
0: I didn't believe it but like I also was kind of like I mean I guess you know like they sort of he sort of writes Cassius off at the end of Iron Gold so like I could see it happening but I kind of I always had a suspicion of, like nobody, no crime but I definitely didn't think he was still alive I just didn't think he was dead. Yeah. So like I... nobody some crime. Perhaps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I, I kept concur. telling Tiffany I was like there he's not in the beginning you know when he lists all the characters in the beginning he's not there I was like the disrespect to my boy and then I was like he has to be alive like I spent majority like the two-thirds of this book being like he's not dead but so much shit happens that I didn't forget about him I'd never forget about my baby boy but <laughs> I, there was so much that was happening that I like forgot about <laughs> like it was just I was distracted of being like no he's definitely still alive to the point where when he did show up I was like wow what a grand reveal I don't know
0: play alexa play taylor's i forgot that you existed
1: <laughs> like just so much happens, so many people die them. that you don't expect somebody to come back alive because literally alex did the same thing and then got got
0: yeah so. but like alex i don't know that that to me was definitely like no body no crime like he said oh i think alex is dead and blah blah, blah. and yeah. i was like there's just like no way though because you haven't yeah. like mentioned his death at least with cassius he had said like You know, again, life sustaining or like whatever. What's the word I'm looking for? It's you know, life threatening. That's the one I'm looking for. Life threatening injuries, right? So it's like that makes.
1: Oh yeah, I went to college. Alex just is presumed to be like washed out by a giant tsunami. Right.
0: So it's like I could see him coming back. I was surprised, but I could see him coming back. I I also was like, "Who is Alex?" I remember when he died, going, "Who the fuck is he?" I have forgotten so
1: much. Didn't have a
0: fucking clue who he was. Not a goddamn clue he disappeared
2: the first time around he disappears he like goes to kill himself and I'm like okay never better don't know who it don't know who this man is
0: Mariah Um, Carey I don't know her
2: I don't know her still like who is this and I think I had to actually look it up because I didn't
0: even remember that he like
2: went off to kill himself
0: I Um, also had to look him up because I was like this is not relevant like when he kills him I was like and
1: he is by far one of my favorite characters so that's like
0: Going back through that? the reread, knowing how relevant he is now that he's, like, pup one. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> but, like... It's different. <laughs> it's, di- it's different. But the first time around, I was so overwhelmed. I'm like, you have introduced 19 characters with an A name and 37 with a C name and four and a half with a V name. I don't know of who this course. bitch is. I don't have a clue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I get... He's just very similar to Darrow and Cass- Cassie. He's, like, a good mixture of both of yeah. them. And that's why I was like, <laughs> he's my favorite. And just like I, clung to him because he's just so cute and sassy. Genuinely forgot he existed. Won't, won't lie to you
0: there. I wrote a note in here because I'm an idiot going, when did Mustang stop thinking that Sephi was the queen?
1: She didn't. Because
0: she is. Because <laughs> <laughs> she is. So if that gives you any indication of how I went through this book thinking that that woman was the queen this whole time, and then, so I think we get like Daryl, there's a couple of standard chapters, what have you. Then we get our first Lyria chapter. And I literally was reading this going, when does Lyria show up? And then she showed up the next chapter. So mm-hmm. less up for me. Yeah. So then we get a Lyria chapter and she's like in this jail cell, aka child's playroom. Like that whole situation is a big woof for me.
1: Victor is a psychopath. Electra is a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Like mother, like daughter. That's right. Yeah. She's like the two, she's like the offspring of the two craziest bitches around.
0: Yes. I have like a, a distinct core memory of Lyria. I forgot her name for a minute. Of Lyria ripping off a piece of her nail, poking her finger and writing on a piece of fabric. Like that's like a core memory. And to me, it gives me physical pain. Like when someone has a splinter and they pull it out, that's how I feel every time I think about that scene. So gross. And I like that they end the chapter with, oh, I hope you remember me. (laughs) It's Lyria, bitch. And she's talking to Volga.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was really good. It's a weird friendship, but they needed it.
0: I really like the two of them together. I also don't understand how we go five books and we don't get like a full description of the red hand up until this book like i get that we get it was like harmony or what have you but they he gives like a full ass description that's like harmony created because this is why and she thinks this and these are all the things so it's like i kind of don't like that and like where her motivations were and the same thing with the syndicate like we didn't really get an explanation of that until like the very end of iron gold and i'm like if you're not paying attention or this is your first read-through you're like i don't understand what's happening like who are these people and why do they matter
1: i think i said this last episode darrow has got a long list of people to end and things to fix and people that hate him organizations that hate him yeah and i'm pretty sure that's why pierce had to write a fucking second finale book because yeah he added too many players well do, you, do you guys
2: remember he wrote this book and then scrapped the entire thing and did it again
1: props yeah. to him not dark age
2: <laughs> but light yeah yeah well, and he I said would it pull was-
1: a J.R. Martin, whatever his fucking name is, and be like, you know what? I might die before you guys get the next book, and you're just gonna have to deal with it. That would be me. <laughs> you
0: have done too much, sir. Like, there's too many things going on here. I'm, like, overwhelmed. But I did really like the dynamics between, like, I think we do Lyria, we skip to Ephraim. The dynamic between, like, Pax and, and Ephraim and, like, their relationship, and-, and Pax, like, having all this information in his body, and, and like it's like he's so much more aware of what the right thing is to do than both of his parents and i yeah. hope that like in the future we get more of pax because he is the one that like gives a description of the red hand he knows about the Oskamani. he knows like what the society wants he's like playing sefi you know what i mean yeah, And it's like i think playing. his
1: yeah he's not going he like showed up sefi being like this is not how it should be like this is what the gold's taught you like this is not war like right i thought that was interesting for a 10 year old 11 year old however 11 he is he's 13 but okay just kidding he's supposed to be 12 i'll
0: die on that hill he now he's 13 for sure for sure minimum like i just i mean actually the difference he acts like he's 40 yeah well he says he's 11 in that he says he's 11 in this one so like at least he must have seen i don't know i'm I call bullshit because he says he's eleven <laughs> in this one, and the difference between Iron Gold and Dark Age is only like what we figured out is only like three months, right? Because Victor's like yeah. six months pregnant, it's and two. then
1: it's two. Yeah. Months. Cause it's months because she's like seven months pregnant in Iron Gold. This bitch and she's nine constant.
0: in Dark Age.
1: That man's twelve. <laughs> he's forty.
0: That's right. But yeah, <laughs> I thought it was really interesting how Saffy kind of tells all of them like. How why she I like that we get this explanation. Like we kind of hear all the things we've been wanting to hear. We hear about the red hand, we hear that the Oscamani and like this fucking foreshadowing that we're getting. And then Steffi tells about how the golds are all fucked up and they treated everyone terribly and all that kind of stuff. And I think that is a weird time to put it in because we're 50% of the way through the fifth book, and this is the first time we're hearing about five different archetypes. But you do you, pop off girly cue as you will, very odd timing.
1: I just think it's interesting because. We've talked about, like, Lysander being, like, Lightbringer, that whole thing. Like, the Selenius shit. Just, like, kind of the foreshadowing you get between... And him even saying in that interview was, like, about Daryl, like, making moves to, like, fix things and not going backwards versus forwards. That whole thing. So it does make you think, like, what the fuck's Red God gonna be like? Because obviously yeah. that's Darrow. It, it literally can't be anybody else.
0: Well, and Because was, like... they
1: all talk about him being, like, you believe your own myth, that right. whole thing. And, like, because that's what he's become, and he, like, you can't, there's no way he can not feel that way about himself. Like, everybody Mm -hmm. gives him so much shit, but when you put that much pressure on a fucking person, they're, like, it's gonna start to believe it. Well, and if you think Orion is a myth, what does he think he is? You know what I mean? The legend? everybody gives him so much shit for being like you actually fucking believe that you're this and you're indestructible and like granted i don't really think he thinks that but mm-hmm. at the same time it's hard not to feel that way in some capacity so well, it'll be interesting to see yeah how that what happens in lightbringer to like make him like the that, red that, god the work. Thing. Yeah. well and
0: like he also kind of says it when he's in the med bay I think after like the first time before they get the radiation stuff or whatever, that he's like puke and rally basically because he mm-hmm. he's like I am the face of this revolution. I have to be out there, mm-hmm. and they can't think that like I'm dead. So yeah, that's very fair. I think that's true. I think Lightbringer is going to be primarily about Lysander and like yeah. his rise of some form, whatever it is. Because and an apple, yeah, because they talk about it so much about how he's bred from the Lightbringer and all of that shit. And I'm really interested to see if this fucking razor shows up because I actually forgot. That Lysander has Cassius's razor. Man, well, Cassius I got that so him.
2: confused. Because I was like, I thought Pax had it. No, Pax has Carnus No. Yeah, Karnas's old, like, grab bike.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no. Cassius gave him Carnus's thing. Because they put, like,
0: a little sheath over, like,
1: all of the... Yeah, but that... they were saying it's Cassius. He says he has Cassius's razor. Yeah, I don't even know what happened. Because, obviously... Does- they took it all out of the box. Right. What's in the box? I don't know. But like, I fucking forgot that he has a
0: bologna razor and like he's yeah. fighting with that shit. And then he literally says, I thought myself I special.
1: Shut your hand. dirty
0: whore mouth. Take your fucking hands off that. Bitch,
1: you don't even have a peerless scar. Like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Literally fucking bitch.
0: I'm I'm so tired of his like self-righteous attitude, I think at this point. And the first time I read it, I was like, pissed. I then we say that a lot. Like the first time we read it, it was different. But... I remember this is, this is the part where I started to really hate him, where he's like in the desert and I think he's by himself at this point And he finds all those booby trapped guys. And then the, right before he meets Apollonius and he has all of this internal monologue, like <laughs> when he's like, I want to be part of this bitch. And she, he has like all this internal monologue. It's like, I thought myself special. Why did I overestimate my own importance? Why did I betray Cassius? Blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't know. Why did you? That's a great fucking I- question. My guy.
1: I feel like he is having a coming to Jesus moment because I feel like he doesn't think he's gonna make it. Good, he's like he really going through, going through it. I was talking about the peerless scar and him not having one. I just can't not think about Daryl being like he, Alex does something and then he like pulls his razor out to like give him one, and he was like, "No, I don't need it." And then he gives him a wolf cloak, and I was like, "Wow, just fucking shoot me in the eyeballs!" I almost said shoot me in the face, and I really. <laughs>
2: Well, if I can make a head joke, you can you can do that. I didn't you even make mean a face. To say
1: that though. Everybody gets
2: one free pass. I was talking <laughs> just just a little nibble. Just
1: take a little sorry, bit out, Alex. I'm sorry, Alex. Oh man, disrespect that to part- your memory.
0: That part was when I almost cried when he was like, "Oh, I don't want the scar yet," and then he was like, "Oh, he take said, my don't cloak. die."
1: He was like, "Don't die, so you can give it back to me later."
0: And then he does, and then he dies. It's fucking rough, yo. I was really tired of the mind's eye. My question is, how the fuck did Apollonius end up on Mercury? This bitch just shows up. Literally, there's been, like, typhoons from the ceiling. There are <laughs> ships everywhere. This man just sneaks into the middle of the desert and is like, hey, girl, hey, can you teach me about your brain hole?
1: Does he actually show up, though? I don't think he's, like, cor-, cor-, cor. What is it? Corporeal? Cor- cor- yeah. No,
0: that bitch has been stalking him with a ghost cloak and literally goes, hi, <laughs> the mind's eye. And he's like, "How did you get here?" And then he's like, "I've been following you." And and Lysander literally is like, "Why?" He's like, "Cause I want to learn the mind's eye."
1: Because they're not of this species, apparently. Both of them are convinced that they're not.
0: Literally, but there's human. like that's why I agree because there's no fucking way that Apollonia survived all of that by himself, just chilling like a villain. Like, where where have you been? How did you get here? Because he shows up at the very end too to talk to Lysander.
1: It's like a scary ghost.
0: That's exactly correct. I just he's more that- like a
1: demon, but.
0: That, that storyline is weird to me. Like, I, I know that we kind of didn't wrap it up much in Iron Gold, but like the fact that he literally just shows up, like he sets off a bomb. He loses his sight. He does some ninja moves, kills like seven fucking people and an Ajax. And then Apollonius is like, hey, girl, I've just been uh, just been hanging out watching you. How did you get here?
1: The calls coming from inside the house.
0: That's exactly how I felt. <laughs> he literally put his I... head in the sand, and he still couldn't see. And Apollonius was just like, "Oh, good move, bro."
1: <laughs> I link legit to this very minute. Like, didn't think that he was actually there. Perhaps he's not. Perhaps this man is my guy. I thought because all his dialogue, I'm pretty sure, is italicized. I could be wrong.
0: Yeah, but I, I don't know. He makes it sound like he says something about a ghost cloak and just like shows up. And but like, how <laughs> do they talk <laughs> at the end? Is he not? Isn't he on Mercury at the end? I didn't. I don't have a clue what you guys are talking about. <laughs> you don't remember that part? It's like so insignificant. fuck no. <laughs> yeah, like it's so insignificant. And I was like, how the fuck did Avalonias like end up there? Then he says the word meat confetti.
1: <laughs> Love him. Love him. Love no him
0: to death. No more meat confetti. Oh None. my God. <laughs> okay, so l- just like riddle me this Batman. What's her fucking name? Octavia up here somewhere. Atlas is the Ash Lord's brother. He came from the rim to become the fear
1: knight. Question mark, Atlas is Ron Mullis's brother, and yeah, he came into uh, is he the fear the knight that
0: like almost raped Darrow at the beginning? Yeah, but he's got like figurines of like red children and is like having tea with Lysander,
1: yeah, okay, because he cap his men capture Lysander because they right. don't know who he is,
0: okay, great, great, great. And then Ajax is Aja and Atlas, lots of A's here, I'm confused, they're demon spawn, and then Atlantia is whose child? the ash lord's child
1: what's aja and um atlantia are uh siblings aja and atlantia are siblings you guys yeah, give me your sisters
2: anxiety every time you call her atlantia
0: what's her name people are gonna listen to this and be like they're wrong what's her name how do you say it atlantia yeah <laughs> every time atlantia and age and aja see see i can't even do it atlantia and aja are the same si- siblings sisters are they yeah grace is the only one who's got any of this together <laughs> tiffany and i are both like cool cool cool. yeah yeah yeah. i did really not i mean i thought the part that was interesting where he like has a stupid name and like makes his way in and the fact that everybody has this thought of like maybe he's a mole and then just ignores it and then when he gets the fear night everybody is like that's cool whack-a-doodle it's whack-a-doodle time this guy just must have figured it out nobody like questions <laughs> it and then they run away yeah nuts there's that. And then I think we switch back to Ephraim and we go to the part where Sephi is hunting that fucking fire dragon Drake creature. That part is insane and terrifying where she's like has a bow and arrow and she can't shoot the arrow and they blame Pax. Yeah. I thought that part was crazy. And I really do like Ephraim. And I thought that was interesting. Like Ephraim shoots it and they think that's like sacrilegious, right? To use a, a, an electric weapon, essentially, instead of like a bow and arrow or like a spear or whatever. To kill this dragon thing and he kills it and he gets like a place of honor, but then Pax supposedly didn't put the string and it like froze, and that's why he said he couldn't do it, and he is like looked down upon so I thought that part was like really interesting and also very, very graphic when they're taking apart this little beastie
1: disgusting nasty. I forgot about that What about yeah.
0: conservation yeah <laughs> what about the animals, the environment they eat its liver. They talk about how they dissect it. I think it's really cool that like the obsidians really are like very Nordic and like Viking esque. And they do sort of talk about, you know, mm-hmm. how they were as like a culture of using every little piece of the animal and stuff like that. I thought it was cool, but it's disgusting. So I really need you to stop. I like the shaman guy. I think he's kind of funny. And then this is the first time we meet the all father and he killed Vagard or Folger or Bukters. What is her name? Uh, um... Whatever her name is. Fre- Freyhill. Freyhill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Freyhill. yeah. Yeah. And she's like hanging from a hook with her like nasty. severed neck disgusting and then he pokes on like i, I
1: remembered block. so much about this no i blocked that part out disgusting. i also was just i don't know i'm like the one that's like not into the dual povs and all of that so yeah i definitely reading this was like i just want to get back to darrow and i just want to figure out what the fuck is going on
0: See, i was like the opposite like i was not interested in darrow at all i was like nah, i don't really care i would i really liked Ephraim in this one i thought his part was interesting yeah so then we get the hunt with all that kind of stuff that's disgusting and then we meet the all father and he like loses a fucking eyeball and then you get all this like weird dynamic with Valdir I did not remember this part in the slightest. it's like I remember it happening but I did not remember Valdir is the one that kills all of the griffins and kills Sefi's griffin did you guys remember that mm-hmm. at all?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: you
0: can't trust these men out here that's right <laughs> why did he do it?
1: I don't know He's- silence <laughs>
2: got that toxic that toxic energy toxic masculinity that's not looking for
1: he's just another fucking issue that we're gonna have to like he's just another head that we're gonna have to chop off eventually
0: was he was he like convinced by the all-father and like the askamani like what what was his motivation there I think it was like sexism and after all this time it was
2: like building and building and he started to hate Sephi, and that's why he was, I think that's a part of the reason why he was sleeping with that other woman anyway. Yeah. But like after all this time when someone finally came to them and was like, we don't have to do this anymore. He's like, for sure. Tell me what I got to do.
0: And then he kills them. All the Griffins. Yep. Horrific. What, the,
2: what do the Griffins have to do with it? Damn. Yeah. They didn't do nothing to
0: you. Conservation. That's right. Natural resources. They are an endangered species. There used to be 500,000. Now there's only 500. Like Mars be suffering.
1: But um, can't they just like make more?
0: I don't know. They haven't done it yet.
1: I know. That's why I'm like, y- y'all made all these other weird fucking things.
0: We making these bats that eat people like chill the fuck Dax out. Those
1: weird sharky things.
0: Why do they make pit vipers? Just like asking for a friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, the shark things. I forgot about them. They yeah. creep me out. Yeah, I was really confused about that whole thing, and then we get back to Lyria, and then somehow they're in a ship, and then who <laughs> who ends up on the ship? Is that the red hand that like attacks them? Is that the 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 syndicate? No, it's, it's the, the red one hand. guy. What guy? The like all father or whatever.
2: He attacked their ship. Yeah, because it's like the weird creatures.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm like looking at both of you come for confirmation because I'm like I'm positive that's what it was. I like I yeah, okay, great. Cause I was
1: confused. That's the reason I gave it four stars because I thought that shit was weird
2: as fuck and didn't make any sense.
1: Those little creatures, you know, and Moana, those little coconut guys. <laughs> That's what I was
0: thinking. That was not what I went. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I do. No.
1: I was like, this is taking a fucking turn.
0: Yeah, I literally wrote, I'm so confused. I, I did
1: Pierce, like I said was just like you get a creature you get a creature and you get a creature
0: well and then they bring up this chick that like is friends with Ephraim but also like Quicksilver had like a price on her head and then so all of a sudden somehow they like end up on that side of the ship Nuts. Yeah. and then all of a sudden like what's her fucking name Volga's like uh un- undo my cuffs and she's like how and she, I literally have a knife in my leg and Lyria's like checking her pocket and then there's a <laughs> knife in her
1: leg <laughs> <laughs> embedded in her flesh
0: Use that motherfucker. That's your body is a natural sheep. (laughs) You got to do what you got to do. She's a single mom. She's out here working nine to five. (laughs) Um, Oh, side note I made a note of this and I totally forgot to mention it a long time ago. Ephraim is talking to the shaman. And I don't know if you guys remember that part where he's talking about the red griffin and then a fox over it with like black like tendrils that's what the shaman said he saw and he brought that to sefi so for me i was thinking the red griffin might meet alexander dying and the fox being like kavix or like the telemonesis but they're saying that the red griffin is the all father sefi's dad and the fox is supposed to be ephraim but like i don't get that why is the fox him because he's sly like a fox But
1: you can't bring one person and make them into foxes as a house, and then a griffin as a house, and then bring two people that aren't part of said house into the same symbol.
0: Correct. The Valkyrie, that could make sense too. Like, if you know, if you want to just play it up like that, like, Steffi was like the red griffin, or what Mm -hmm. have you. But I was like, none of that makes any sense. I just wanted to point that out and see if it was just me that was confused. And then Victor's ship crashes, and... (sighs) Oh, I'm gonna be Olga and Lyria <laughs> and we get the, the the powder the powder puff girls trio of female power my guys that scene this whole little section here is so stressful
2: I would like everyone listening to know that Tatiana got really excited meanwhile Grace and I just sat here in stony silence <laughs>
0: <laughs> I imagine that Lyria running with Volga and Victra would be like me running with any other human being ever I'm just out of breath and sad. <laughs> While everyone is covering miles of terrain, nine months pregnant, and I am having trouble getting up one flight of stairs.
1: That's me and Nancy.
0: hmm I don't know. This is another one that's like a core memory for me of Victor giving birth. And I don't know why I like that scene so much because I feel like with her and Lyria, it shows the contrast of like the society and how she literally says like, I think you know, we finally kind of understand each other. And there's so many like parallels. And she's like, this is the first time she's ever looked at me. Like we have something in common. And like, she goes, I'm making up the bed for you. And Victor goes, I'm not giving birth on my back. (laughs) And then gives (laughs) her this lecture about cutting the umbilical cord. Lyria's like, it's an honor. And she's like, that's her bitching out. I'll be giving birth standing up.
1: I want to cry.
0: Damn it. She finally gets a boy. Like physically
1: makes me sick. I will
0: not lie that was I cried when she said you are of like the house Julia and you will break like you will defend the world and then she said what did I what is the quote someone look it up like directly
1: I don't know but um I don't like it I'll tell you
2: my greatest fear for Lightbringer is Severo's reaction once he realizes that
0: his son has been Mm -hmm. murdered
1: that's right because he never
0: yeah
1: and like I don't know it's so who does that who nails a baby to a tree exactly who does that i'm not talking about fictionally i'm talking about why the fuck would you write that i don't understand that part it's
0: sick it's so sick and also like okay the the quote is of the house Barca, guardians of the human race and i like teared up like i literally was like very upset about that because you know what happens afterwards so when chaos ensues and what have you that shit happens way too quickly to make any sense lyria literally Runs out of the house after Victra. And then she's like, oh, she must be in the trees. And literally the baby is dead. She's kidnapped and they got gotten Volga. How? How did that happen? That was within <laughs> in, like three and point a half five seconds. It's less than a page. And she's literally like, I'm chasing after her. I can see her. Oh, now all of a sudden I don't see her. As she like has sights on her. Got They captured her. They killed the baby and they got Volga. None of that makes any sense to me. Anybody else? It
2: was a very sad, not to, just to kind of like go continue on that. Very sad when... Lyria takes the baby down from the tree and bundles him up and takes him with her.
0: Yeah. And she said she tries to bury him, but it's too like the ground is frozen. Yeah, she can. not It's too hard. Yeah. Who writes that? That's horrible.
1: How'd you like? Yeah. No, mm -mm. I I have no fucking words.
0: I listened to the interview. He he explained why he did it. And on the Hail Reaper pod, he like talked about it and said that the reason that he did it was because he wanted to kind of show like a gold person kind of seeing the worst of society and like what it would be like to essentially be feel like what the reds feel like all the time. And like, she can, she is not immune to like the horrors of what's happening in the world. And I was like, first of all, there are other ways you could have done that. Like they could have mm-hmm. kidnapped the kid. You could have left it in the snow. Like you could have just left it at the house and then you bring be- in child mutilated brides. it. Right. And nailed it to a tree. And then you bring in child brides.
1: Oh yeah. I don't know. That's just one thing I couldn't get behind. I don't know. I don't know it like actually makes me want to vomit it's
2: awful but I feel like it ended up being yeah like you said necessary for the story I think the thing that people like so much about these books is that Pierce is willing to do literally anything you never know what's going to happen next he does do it with this one it's the most
0: traumatic book I've ever read personally correct Mm -hmm. me as well well, and then, yeah, I mean, I really like Lyria's character, obviously, that she was my MVP last time, but I like her in the in Iron Gold, and I love her in this one. I think she does so many things that she finds herself internally thinking she's incapable of, and then realizing as she's doing it, like, she is so much stronger than her color has ever been, mm-hmm. and, like, she talks about, this is kind of skipping a little ahead, but she talks about when she finally at the very end meets up with the sovereign and darrow's brother shows up and he's like darrow's dead and she was like i have this like hole in my spirit of like where the reaper was and like maybe i did care about him more and it's like she is so she's like the epitome of like a red and patriotism and like caring about the people around you and all that kind of stuff and like you know i don't know i I i find her character in this one like be really profound like she does so many things that other people wouldn't think to do like she takes the baby inside like you're saying she saved that girl like as she's dying she like drug her out of the house fire so she wouldn't like burn as she was dying yeah. and she like protects these girls and then she also breaks this girl's fucking jaw so like Lyria's kind of cool I'm not gonna lie we don't condone a rat Lyria is I that bitch
1: <laughs> I think that's why in her Victor actually end up do getting along when they figure out that they're not super different from each other
0: yeah mm-hmm. I love their friendship they're I both love the very girl scrappy power. girl power trio
1: So is I would say yeah so is Volga
0: Charlie's Angels if you will
1: yeah. Real.
0: Really <laughs> <laughs> I think that part's crazy. And like she breaks in and she just gets to act like a totally different person and she fucking kills that dude. And and like Pierce makes it sound like he's not that bad. And then she literally is like, oh well, you know, just have some acid and it'll just go, you know, right through your body and soul. And then they push harmony into a pit of vipers.
1: And that's called karma. Uh, fuck that bitch.
0: Correct. Fuck <sighs> that bitch. We love to see
1: it. You reap what you sow, idiot. Correct.
0: I just love that. I think it's nuts. Um, I like the way to wait 45 fucking chapters to find out if Mustang was still alive or not. And then we get Adrian's <laughs> 2.0. No, no, no. That part is horrific. Let's talk about that for a quick minute. Can you imagine how traumatic
2: that would be? Like you helped, like you had to hang your brother and you are the one who pulled his feet. You know that
0: he's dead. And then and he just surprised. And Again, he does a, I find every single one of his male child characters to be eerily similar. Adrius gives Pax, that gives Lysander. Like, they all have the same vibe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and like, when he makes a comment of Lilith looks at him with not motherly affection, you're like,
1: <laughs> <"Oof>. <laughs> I literally have goosebumps. That's so fucking You You gave gross. birth
0: to him. That
2: came at, through your vagina. And several and literally you like- <laughs> <laughs>
1: He and keeps pebble it real. And,
0: clown, and then he makes like a fucking Greek mythology, Roman mythology reference of putting them in the iron cow and lighting them on fire. But it's an iron wolf and he burns Min Min. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: This book just goes so south so fast.
0: And it's not fast. It's like nine hours of an audiobook, and it's like 350 it feels fucking fast. pages.
1: It just feels like the world is crumbling.
0: It could not go worse. And then you think like, okay, Mustang and Ephraim, and Volga, all of them meet up. We're good. Okay. That, that half of the group is fine. Daryl, he's obviously not having like a great time, but he's kind of okay. And then you're like, you know, I think in that part where Mustang gets out or whatever, let me finish my thought. So you think that everything's fine. And then they continue on. And Ephraim's like, I'm going to go do this. And then Daryl's like, I'm going to go do this. And then Cassius shows up and then Mustang's just sitting on a fucking ship doing absolutely goddamn nothing. Anyways, (laughs) that bitch be doing... I this part pissed me off. I think I know that like she literally is getting hacked in half or whatever, but it's really, really selfish of her to leave Severo and Pebble and Clown. Daryl would never. Daryl would never. Doesn't she have the Mm -hmm. thought as well that she should go back for him, but she doesn't do it?
1: Yeah, she needs them too. That's the thing.
0: Mm -hmm. Imagine she literally and then she goes, I tried. That's what she tells Victra. I tried. You didn't try hard hard enough, enough, girl. No, the fuck, you didn't. That's. That's right. Oh and she poisons her with the flower. I'm like, listen, poisoning 101, you cover their mouth first. Everybody in this podcast right now is stressed. And then she like shoots through the tube. Like, I just, I don't know. She had so many internal thoughts and I was like, you're so selfish. And then she says it like a bunch of times. She's like, I should have gone back or like I, and then they're like, everyone tries to convince her otherwise. And I feel like everybody like fucking babies her for these like selfish mistakes that she makes. And it's and like, then she's like,
1: I don't understand why I doesn't think I can do, but she
0: Doing I'm, artwork. like, stressed. You, you both looked, like, under duress for it, a minute. Yeah,
1: there. like, it made, I'm starting to feel, like, lightheaded and nauseous. Not gonna lie. And I didn't even fucking finish this stupid-ass book.
0: <laughs> We're all doing okay.
1: <laughs>
0: I hate that part. It's gross. It irritates me. Mustang's very, very selfish. And then she ends up, of course, Cavix saves the day again, which we love. Let me see. What else? So then I think this is kind of the part where, like, again, they all end up together. It's Ephraim, Victra, Pax... Electra, Volga, Lyria, Mustang, which is like the first time we've seen all all the Avengers assembled together. I don't understand Ephraim's motivation with like going back to Seffi. I don't get it. You could have just let that shit ride for like a month and then maybe gone back and like had a chit chat with her. But like, I do not understand why immediately you were like, "I have to what keep her away from Volga." There was no there. I don't I don't get that part. Does any like do you know? Just can someone explain that to me? Right, it didn't cost people...
1: him a lot, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, just like a little, just a little nibble on his heart. Just a little piecey piece.
1: Just just disgusting. the tip. <laughs> disgusting.
0: I don't understand it. It's so weird. And then her dad shows up and like challenges. Oh, that part is just disgusting. And the Valkyries die. And everybody's sad. And then he's like. We found oh, he goes,
1: out oh, about oh, yeah. Volga. What about her? Being Ragnar's daughter.
0: Yeah, this is when we finally find that out. Which is wild. Mm-hmm. And she's like made in an a. Att- and like her journey is really sad too. Because she talks a few times about how. Mm, his birds so sad she talks about how she can't have children and then who Lyria says it surely you can like find a violet that will like fix that and she talks about how her heart is on the wrong side and her like livers on the opposite side and all these things she's made in a lab yeah she's made in a lab and then she goes well surely you can find a, a violet that'll give you a uterus back or whatever and she goes yeah 20 million credits and then she realizes like that she's been saving all of her money for that mm-hmm. that was
1: really
0: sad I
1: love her I love her too justice for Volga.
0: And then literally, Ephraim has a fucking bomb, and he blows it up, and he loses like an eye and an arm and his ability to walk and his heart. And like this Volsam Far dude is still alive.
1: Mm. Yeah, because he's he's like twenty feet tall, not really, but like he's
0: yeah. And he said his throat trinormous. had been like cut out at some point, and there was like metal for a trachea.
1: Mm.
0: My my friends, there is no way this man should be alive. Who we agree?
1: Mm fucking hate this book
2: (laughs) same at this point i'm not surprised though because cassius literally literally got shot through the neck and he was fine that's true and got
1: hung and then gets in multiple razor fights wins all of them and then dies bleeds to death fuck you guys Fuck you beers but thanks for bringing him back i do appreciate that (laughs) i do appreciate that as well and then we get
0: to the part grace's favorite part filled with trauma Alexander's escape um Alexander's death and Lysander's escape he literally smashes Rona's jaw and then runs also, away also Alex
1: saved him by the way thanks for that yeah
0: literally saved asshole. him and then comes over to like say thanks so much for like all of your help with the fear night and then he murders him also tell me why I thought the final battle with them charging across the savannah on the sunbloods I thought that took place in like the middle of the fucking desert it's in the middle of the city
1: mm-hmm. I legit was, like, yeah mm-hmm
0: i thought it was in the middle of the desert nope they're they're just no, getting they're in
1: this like yeah city
0: fucking wild cobblestones um,
1: and shit and everything
0: i'm also very curious like where is apollonius during this whole thing because we've met him in the desert <laughs> fucking he's around be... in the desert fucking around in the desert <laughs> okay great
1: he's just on a little beach vacation i keep m- mentioning beach vacations i'm already on our beach i vacation. am as well
0: <laughs> and then we find out cassie's is alive thank
1: god yeah it's the least pierce could do that's right correct the
0: least he can do is keep him
2: alive but i'm i'm not gonna lie (laughs) if he's gonna kill him or Severo, i'm gonna choose for
0: Severo just to live so i already know how i'm gonna respond to cassius's death so i'm okay with it happening again i've already accepted that
1: (laughs) i will say if he dies if cassius dies a fucking again i will not be reading the last book i'm gonna say that right now with like full confidence, you think I'm not going to? I still haven't read Kingdom of Ash, so, <laughs> and I read those books ten years ago. Right.
2: An excellent point. <laughs> we
0: believe you. I, I believe will you. Not be reading that book. That's how I feel. It's like if several days, I don't know if I'll be able to read the book. I'm done. Actually, I would. I might text someone and figure out if he does or not, so I can just not know. I'll just live right now in peace and happiness, knowing nothing. All three of my pre-orders will just go back.
1: <laughs> uh, why are you returning this book? I don't want it.
0: My favorite character, they killed my the favorite day. character, correct? And then we get this is kind of a big point, and I feel like it's really jammed in at the very end there. But Lysander comes up and tells Atalantia <laughs> that he did it all for her, and then she kisses him open mouthed and asks him to be her husband. And then we get a very graphic, I forgot scene. about that. I forgot about that. There's a <laughs> very, very too. graphic sex scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he, she takes his manhood. I wish you
1: could see all of our faces right now. <laughs> the strife. <laughs> Literally? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Takes, she talks about- oh I'm crying thinking. again, but I don't even know why this. <laughs> yeah, it's because you're traumatized.
0: There's a very graphic sex scene. If no one's read it, I, I encourage everyone to reread it because it gives me the
1: ultimate ick. <sighs> well she was you know, um somebody owes somebody nephew. money
2: because lysander was a virgin
0: that's right
1: yeah cassius and uh Pitha, they had a they had a bet
0: who gets and the money lost.
1: i'm pretty sure cassius was saying that he <laughs> was a virgin so yeah and i then could see him betting on that atalanta yeah
0: his yeah. nephew and aunt okay so that Lysander's was not the, the auntie keeping the line pure um that's disgusting, disgusting. <laughs> and then literally Kalindora gets poisoned by Darrow and they have this like come to Jesus moment. This is the moment where they think she's going to die, pulling like a, a Bilbo Baggins, standing on the edge, going to the Great Beyond in Riverdale, what have you. Rivendale? I just said Riverdale. <laughs> Whatever. And she makes this big confession and congrats. And I feel like they like each other. And that was really weird and awkward. And then he's like, oh my God, my entire life has been altered by this information.
1: Mm-mm. 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 that
0: you can't Mm-mm. remember your mother's face and that your grandma Mm-mm. was a psychotic, abusive bitch? Like, is that really that surprising, Lysander?
1: Mm-mm.
0: Are you shocked Disgusting. that, the, that the, one of the Olympic knights did her duty and that this psychopath who wears a snake around her neck killed your mother? You're shocked by that? The woman just mm. open mouth kissed you. No one should be Disgusting. surprised. She slept with her nephew. You, you need to lower the bar, my friend yeah and then Apollonius is like hey girl hey do you want to do you want to form an alliance
1: with me (laughs) yes I do what does he say
0: what is that what is that line from the office Tiffany I feel like you know this one he says he says do you want to form an alliance with me and then we find out that Cassius is in fact still alive Kavix has found him which I think is just chef's kiss they rally the troops thank god that they found Cassius the world
1: needed him correct the, the world needs him yeah absolutely yeah if we I, don't have alex we need cassius i agree does and he have a drinking problem yes perhaps it's fine it's fine is it's it fine. called
0: clinical depression maybe so
1: rightfully so <laughs> let just
0: therapy? be honest. did his best friend steal his girl and kill his brother yes yes like he did
1: his other yeah he did daryl kill Carnus too how did Carnus yes. die I already forget. No, he literally
0: lops his yeah, head off. in the- mm-hmm.
1: Two brothers, one's like when nah. he was
2: jumping into that plane.
0: When he
1: and he's oh, he like, "Oh yeah, shit, yeah, I didn't yeah. think
2: you guys were gonna be here."
1: <laughs> he was like, "I fucked up." And then uh, he literally that seems like twelve thousand years ago. Twelve thousand BC. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's kind of the end. We're at the end.
1: Mm, I don't want to do this anymore.
0: I think uh. for me, first time I read it. Definitely more traumatic because I knew it was coming this time. But I think when I read it the first, I mean this is like a jaw-dropping book. It, it's it when you think it can't get worse, it gets worse. And then it continues to get worse. And then more people die. And then there's a couple more meat salads and then some limbs come off. And that's the end. Yeah. I, I remember that like, The first uh, time around,
2: I was like inconsolable around that like 40% mark when all that stuff happens during the vote. And I was like hysterical. I was not okay. And even this time around, knowing all of these things that were going to happen, I would still be like, I was like shaking, holding my nook because I knew <laughs> it was just the anticipation that these awful things. And then
1: you got a work out. call.
2: Yeah, literally, I'm like having an um, an emotional breakdown because Daxo just got his head lopped off, and then I- I'm working, okay, and then a fucking call comes through. <laughs> And I'm like, you can hear it in my voice in the beginning of the call. Like, I clearly was upset. You're like, I'm having a Mentee
1: Don't mind.
0: (laughs) You're calling Mrs. Tiffany. How can I help you? (laughs) I
1: Can you help me?
0: (laughs) How can you help me, friend? (laughs) I'm begging. I finished this book today, which is three days before this episode came out. And I was like weeping. I mean, I I checked the Instagram stories. Like I was like, I almost, I wanted to like call somebody because I was also inconsolable. Like just knowing everything that happens and comes up like the baby Ephraim, Alexander, Daxos, it's just like, and all of that. I mean, Daxos I had done a few days ago, but Ephraim, the baby, Alexander, that's all in one like full breath. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, it can't get worse. <laughs> We're going to Darrow's POV. Like, surely there's some radiation poisoning. We're going to have like a, an okay time. And then he's like, no, shot in the actual fucking face.
2: <laughs> no, every single step of the way, he's like, oh, you, you kind of think, oh, it can't get worse. Right. Obviously. And then you have Daxo and you're like, oh my God, like, no, you have Dancer and you're like, oh fuck. And then Daxo dies and you're like, oh my fucking God. And then immediately after that, he's like killing babies. And you're like, okay, well, it can't be worse than this. And then he's like, incest, like bro, I old bride. where does it end?
1: Where's the line Pierce?
0: He literally would hold my beer every single time something bad happens. He goes hold 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 on one second.
1: I would just like to formally put this out here that I from here on out I will be resigning. You <laughs> will never hear from me again on this fucking podcast and I don't want to continue <laughs> any further. I was like we might do lightbringer later this year. We will not be doing lightbringer <sighs> later my this year. Eyes I will need a- again. I literally can't
0: <laughs> do I will need 3 to 6 months to recover emotionally from whatever's going to happen on Tuesday
1: i <laughs> so? stop crying and i didn't even finish this stupid ass i got 200
2: pages Bro, <laughs> i thought i was gonna be the one who cried but to be fair we didn't uh we didn't talk about my i haven't
1: cried in, in a while didn't. so it's okay i'm always the one that's crying
0: i mean i was inconsolable i already cried today so i'm, I'm
2: cool, cool there's a reason i said i would never read this book again and you know what i'm not gonna you didn't
1: so st- I was fine until I accidentally stumbled on being like, and I shot Alexander in the face. I <laughs> was fine until I just saw that.
0: Oh man! Okay, so who was everybody's MVP for this one?
1: Alex. Nice. No, I've been waiting this whole fucking series to talk oh. about. <laughs> Damn it! My dogs are
0: Tiffany. Who's yours? Well, Sepro. Severo for sure is the
2: MVP in this book. He literally, he pulls up, scalps some people, jumps from the ceiling. Literally the best part in this book, in my humble opinion, is when Severo is like hiding in the shadows or whatever. And they're like, Severo, come down. We have tea. And he's like, ask her what kind it is.
0: (laughs) He's the comedic relief in this horrific book. Fair enough. (laughs) Totally valid. I'm going to go with Screwface.
1: Run That's around. my backup for sure. I love yeah. him so much.
0: He does a lot for the team in this one. Second to that, I'm going to go with Victra because she's so badass in this one.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, what was everybody's star ratings? I shouldn't say negative 100. I mean, we all go like negative 10. Okay. He gets a little bit of bonus points for um, bringing back Cassius, but fuck this f- stupid ass book. Not one single star. Okay.
0: Tiffany, what'd you say? Uh, Four stars. I don't know why I was so shocked by that. I really thought you had done it five, but now I remember you saying because of the Adrias thing. The Adrias thing and like the attack on the ship. I just thought that like the All-Father
2: storyline was really fucking weird and didn't really make sense with the rest of the story. Like the rest of the plot is very sci-fi, you know, whatever. This was almost like fantasy-esque. Like, I don't know how else to describe that. It just, I don't know. It was too weird
0: for me. I didn't like it. Totally valid. Took a whole star. Took a whole star. Yeah. I think for the like emotional trauma and all of that five stars, but I would change a few things.
2: (laughs) You know, I would change very specific things. I have i actually uh, have a
0: long list. (laughs) Nailing a baby to a tree. Children. Oh, that too. The baby, the baby for sure. (laughs) The child thing really creeped me out a lot. I don't know why every time you say child
2: bride, all I can think of is like the princess bride and it's not at all the same thing.
0: <laughs> no, He no, gives not. this big long speech talking about how like they're the future of reds and it that just gave me the, like the ultimate ick. It, it was, yeah. just, it was, it was a no for me, dog. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe like, well, okay. I'll probably say four and a half because I agree. I think the all father thing and Ephraim going back did not make sense. I think you were just trying to kill him off.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: yeah that part with the ship was very confusing and and like the vulgar storyline what's is that his name
2: no
1: Valdir, yeah. Unshorn. Unsh- yeah
0: Unshorn, that's right valdeer like his storyline with killing the griffins like none of that made sense so i agree i think the very beginning of the obsidian storyline was good and then it sort of trickled off so yeah maybe half a star mm-hmm. or less I'm, I'm okay with the clone because I, I there's been too many hints about it in the last three books that we had to clone someone yeah, and they do, like, talk
2: about it before the, like, vote and all of that. Like, the day of Red Doves or whatever. Right. Literally one. right before that, Cavix is talking about, you could always clone if you wanted, like, kids. So, yeah, yeah. They
0: talk about cloning Kavix. And Daxo goes, I could raise yeah. him. And that, like, um, I would be a good father. To my own father.
1: And, uh, We're gonna the jump fucking up fox sophocles
0: yeah yeah but then they said that's what they said like people are always harder to clone
1: mm-hmm. and it
0: makes sense and like i don't know i think adrius is a good villain we've talked about this before i think adrius is a good villain so i'm interested to see where that storyline goes one of my favorite no d- isn't he dead because he grabbed the flower no body no crime they they never said whether or not he's dead or lilith is dead God,
2: fucking
0: damn it they yeah she said i don't they don't leave it off like he is officially dead he might be but i'm interested to see where that goes with lilith she's not dead Lilith be hacking her up with am so
1: s- tired of her
0: fucking axe if anyone deserves to die it's Lilith and Lysander mm, both L names I've
1: been, I've been sick of her shit since the first fucking book
0: <laughs> amen
2: I've been be- sick of her shit since 700 and something B.C. 742
0: B.C. <laughs> BCE. <laughs> um, <okay. laughs> I'm so glad we made it through all this emotional trauma if you guys are not following Grace and Tiffany at this point I don't know why you're here okay but literally if you guys would like to follow them i will link them in the, in the comments below and i promise that we will be sending lots of live updates we may or may not stream our live reactions <laughs> anyways thanks so much for coming on i'm so glad this saga is over i'm not gonna lie it's not over that's the problem well the yeah. recording part of this i'm glad we're done <laughs> with the recording mm. we're never talking about the series ever again i'm never bringing it up. Okay. Bye. 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 That's just for Daxo. Thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you aren't following us, go ahead and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at the Bookish Brander podcast. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. And thank you guys again for all of your support. Have a great day.